This week's edition of This is a Podcast is brought to you by Captain Curve Penis's Beef Jerky. Uh, no, it's not, Thomas. This week's edition of This Is A Podcast is presented by Manic Energy, because I'm feeling eccentric as fuck. That old Jonathan, he's gone dead and buried. It's time for some fucking energy. It's time to get hype. It's time for a motherfucking podcast. And, and on with the show? Woo! Bitch! <laughs> If you're listening with your ears, what you're about to hear is a podcast that's starting very soon. I hope you don't confuse it, because currently this music is the theme to a podcast. So that explains this tune. This is a podcast, and this is the theme song to the podcast. Called This is a Podcast. 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 That's a microphone. This is a podcast. I'm Thomas Alley. And I'm motherfucking Jonathan Rodriguez, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We here. (laughs) As if we would be anywhere else. (laughs) It's Friday. You know where the fuck you at? You listen to the TIAP. Uh, yeah yeah that's you sound like the start of like hot 97 at like 8 p.m on a weekday like funk master flex being his shit really early in the day (laughs) yo you on wtiap motherfuckers funk master funk dms don't say management company (laughs) it's like the same hearing the same three lyrics over and over again for an hour because the (laughs) dj just does not shut the fuck up (laughs) like when every new drake song ever came out like when what was it what's that song you love my bed and my mama i'm oh, sorry God, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> that motherfucker sorry y'all <laughs> he, he only got... loves his he only loves his bed and his mama he got That's so it. much to apologize for man and then he starts the song all over again <laughs> i'm all right i'm jonathan they canceled peppy Le Pew. shut the fuck up you just said something random, and you triggered America's second favorite game show. Excuse me? Out of context with your where? host, Dulce in the Morning. Where are we? In this game, I'm going to read some quotes, and you have to guess the context. But before we begin, a message from our sponsor. Okay. Hey, having, trouble, us, oh. having trouble falling asleep? The commercial's not talking to me. <laughs> Start, start over, hit my rewind button. <laughs> I get paid for this, Thomas. You can't be fucking it up. You said, hey, I thought we were having a conversation. <laughs> hit my rewind button. <laughs> hey, having trouble falling asleep? Well, tune into ASMR Dulce, where we will make sure you're fast asleep before screaming like a maniac because it's rising grind time, bitches. ASMR Dulce, don't fucking trust me. I just wanted to start the podcast being really angry about something dumb. In this game. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. In I was, this game. I was so ready to yell about frivolous things. Why do that when we could play games? In this game. Okay. I'm going to read you. Allow me to say this. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. I'm impressed. I was told that you had prepared this week. I had was not told what you prepared. 
I'm scared. Takeover. It's the takeover. <laughs> it's no longer this is a podcast with Jonathan. This is a podcast with Thomas. Don't say management service said, hey, man, you got one foot in the door, but you better kick that shit open. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> you kick the door in with one foot, kick him out the window with the other. He's like, That's just a drop kick. It's, it's athleticism. I don't think I have. Just don't say management services. We're all athletic. <laughs> tell you we we live to watch you fail <laughs> all right so the the point of the game i'm gonna read you a quote and you must guess the hypothetical context in which i would use said quote wait now you're gonna lose this game yeah because hold on so it's not like a multi so basically you're gonna be like chicken nuggets taste good with ice cubes next to them and i gotta be like all right well <laughs> You're don't worry, at, don't worry. Don't. You're you're at a urinal and there's ice in the urinal and you drop a chicken nugget. I don't like I have there's no multiple choice, there's no options. I just have to is 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 there a right answer or are you judging the creativity of there, my there, answer? There's a right answer. So out of millions of possible yeah. correct answers. Yeah, you you I stand to, to be wrong. I have I have to get your correct answer. Yes. Oh, but, okay. But they, wait, the Dulce management services really do set you up to fail. Yeah. But All right, cool. Don't worry, man. We were looking out for you this week. I was like, that's my boy, long schlong Tommy boy. <laughs> we got to make sure he gets some points on the board. So halfway mm-hmm. through the game, we've invented a way for you to get some points up that is all about creativity. No right or wrong answer. Okay. All, all right. right. Before we get to there. How amazing will it be if I get the, the situation on the nose? That'd be, I'd be fucking applaud. Appalled. I'll, I'll like appalled that you're that, <laughs> that it's that easy to read you as a person. I, I will like if you get one right or whatever, or even if you feel like you got one wrong or whatever, whatever the case is, if you want to debate it, I have the answers here, so I will send them to you so okay. you can confirm. Do do okay. Now here's my question. Yeah. Do I can I have can I have a lifeline? Right. That's okay. not like it's not like a one off. I want this to be embedded in the rule of the game. All right, hear me out. That I can convince you my answer is better. So let's say I I say an answer, right? Uh huh. And you're just like, nah, it's not the answer I have written down. You then read the answer you had written down, yeah. And I get like a sixty second rebuttal, in which my job is to then convince you that my scenario for you is better. Okay. All right. I'm I'm here for this. All right, cool. Change it on the fly. I'm just I just want I want a shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm here for this. All right. But that mean that only means if I'm giving you that lifeline, then that halfway mark, we're gonna be a little bit more harsh with those points. All right, that's I'm okay with that. I'm okay right. with you judging it harsh, more harsh because that just forces me to be more creative. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. All right, quote number one. I'm scared. <laughs> Hold on, don't touch that. That's my cock. Okay. I, I feel like I want this to be like a spelling bee. Like, can you define the word cock? Penis. Okay. Ding dong. Long schlong. <laughs> Tommy boy. You named your penis after me? <laughs> yeah, my, my dick is called long schlong Tommy boy. <laughs> you're getting ready to dig down a woman, and you're just like, long schlong Tommy boy's coming to play. She's like, I thought your name is Jonathan. I've listened to your podcast. That's your friend. Is Thomas here somewhere? I'm a big fan. <laughs> I love his TikToks. He's so witty. Man, when when they well, when, when they <laughs> when they look at you and they're like, "That's a big dude." That that's that's the size of my penis. What would you do? Uh huh. If you met a girl, 
like I'd be freaked I, out. What you... <laughs> oh god! Oh god! What do I do? <laughs> she's talking to me. Oh, she's pretty. Um, no. What would you do if you met a girl? And like, I know you're not like a hookup guy, but let's say in this in this scenario you are. Uh-huh. And like, you guys like go back to like your house or something like that. And like you guys start like vibing and like, you know, you're listening to like a podcast or some shit or you listen to something on your phone. And then like, a, like this is a podcast starts playing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, should I know that song? Is that that's Thomas J. Alley's podcast? I love Thomas J. Alley. He's so fucking his content's great. You like him, too. Like not knowing you're Jonathan. <laughs> I would tell her. But then suddenly she she's a fan of me and can't stop talking about me. Yeah. Does that ruin your boner or does that make it harder? And no, no, no. Like I'd, I'd bang her and then introduce her to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like Thomas? This, you lay a pipe and like, this is my buddy Thomas. Call, call me Thomas and bet. Do what you got to do. Get to where you're going. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want it to be fun for you because I won't do it for you. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm, I'm not that insecure. I'm not going to be like, oh, like she likes Thomas. Oh, my God. It's the end of the world. You I, got like you got like six strokes. Yeah. <laughs> what if you're just like, oh, you want to meet Thomas? I can introduce you. She's just like, can we go right now? Oh, like, no, 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 I wouldn't tell her I know you until after. Oh, gotta because just, gotta just, it, just in the event that she yeah. decides, I don't want to fuck you right now. Yeah, I want to go we, visit Thomas. We got to secure it, you know? <laughs> you got to secure the puss. Yeah, I got to give myself a chance to secure the puss, you know? If I was getting ready to fuck a girl and she's just like, like, you know, you remember Home Improvement? The TV, yeah. the, the TV show and how like Al was the more popular on Tool Time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like if I'm, like, hooking up with a girl and she, like, knew who I was, which is never going to happen, but in this hypothetical, and she was just like, oh, my God, I love Jonathan. He's just, his voice is so this. He's voice. I would just be like, get the fuck out of my house. I don't want you. <laughs> I don't want you here. It's all about me. To be fair, if she said that to me, too, I'd also kick her out. <laughs> Thomas's voice is so. No, no, about my voice. <laughs> <laughs> love your voice so hot. Get the fuck out of my house. How am I gonna talk like this while we fuck now? I only love my bed and my mama. Sorry. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> She's like, but we're in your bed. I'm gonna make love to it. On you. You get on my box spring. I'm gonna fuck my mattress on top of you. You know, we we uh we dug a hole out. It didn't have to be too deep, you know. We don't reach the other end. <laughs> I, there's never an, an instance in which I'm hitting box spring, which is good. I for just me, you know? I, I have a memory foam mattress, so all I need is a condom. And some lube, and it feels the same. Um, Sometimes when I'm feeling really insecure, I'll just, like, shove a cucumber in there and pretend it's me. Just whisper into the bed, you like that? <laughs> you like that, don't you? you feel yeah, I bet you're wondering where I got these six extra, extra inches from. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't ask questions, just take it. Yes, we skipping out on the salad tonight, but you should still toss mine. <laughs> Isn't, like, tossing the salad like eating your ass? while yeah, jerking you off I, I just, just put some that, ranch that, dressing on your ass yeah the asshole i'm down for anything as long as there's ranch <laughs> <laughs> light misogyny add some ranch <laughs> borderline racism add some ranch i mean kicking you know, puppies add some ranch <laughs> <laughs> i mean here here's my idea on it right if someone said something same ra- management services add <laughs> some ranch <laughs> if someone said something racist to me like normally i'd be like this guy fucking sucks. If he gave me ranch after, I'd be like, yo, this guy fucking sucks a little less. <laughs> Just someone, a little. Someone comes up to you and is like, you filthy cotton picker, and then throws a bottle of ranch at you. You're like, um, you know what? That was kind of, you know, racist. But you also, know 
my wings are going to be great tonight. Because I'm Mr. Brightside. <laughs> I, I tried to go with the least offensive offensive thing I could say. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I was just like, but see, hear me no, out. Don't worry, though. We, we're going to clip that. It's over. For <laughs> you had a no, good run. This is how you know that white people are reckless. Uh-huh. Because growing up in my house, like, I didn't learn that that was, like, an insult or a slur until I was much older. Yeah. Because my family, like, my mother would say it to us. Oh, boy. Like, not call us that, but you would just be like, you're out of your cotton-picking mind. Bro, and I'm just, the, and I'm there, just like, good. There's a thing on, like, uh, when Russell Westbrook was playing for Oklahoma City Thunder, a commentator in the middle of the game, like, Russell Westbrook gets a highlight, and the commentator just screams out mad loud, he's out of his cotton-picking mind. And I'm so like, bro, what? When, when, yeah, so when I heard that, I'm just like, I don't think, like, obviously, bad form on the commentator. Yeah. But... I don't think the commentator was being malicious. I think it's one of those things like it was with me growing up, like my parents where like, I like my grandparents were probably racists and like said that around the house, uh-huh. like with racist undertones. But my parents were like, it's just a thing. Grandma says, you, you know what? To me, like cotton picker is like diet N word. Yeah. <laughs> diet N words. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like you can have Coca-Cola or you can have new Coke. Yeah. You know I mean? Eventually, someone who says cotton picker is going to go back to the N-word. Yep. It's going to come back with a vengeance. <laughs> like, it's the new thing. Okay. All right. You so, want to hear the quote again? Yeah, just re- refresh it. <clears throat> Very elegant, you know? Hold on. Don't touch that. That's my cock. Okay. You're on a bus. On a bus. You're on a bus. It's a packed bus. This is like pre-COVID. Okay. All right. So like really painting a picture. Yeah. The bus is packed. And there's... I just want to make it clear that these aren't necessarily things that I've said already, but things that are hypothetical. Right, right. I'm creating hypothetical. I I just want to... Okay. So you're on a bus. Pre-COVID bus. Pre-COVID bus, because the bus has to be full. Yeah. Uh, Sardine can full. New York City bus. Okay. And you're standing holding the bar. Uh-huh. As I right? often do. As you often do, right? You're a nice guy. You get out of your seat. Yeah. There's other people that sit. I mean, it depends. I mean, yeah. If it's a dude, like, he can stand. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He's going to man. He's going to manspread anyway. Dick. And so you're standing holding the bar. Uh-huh. Like, close to, like, someone. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, face Cro- to face. Cr- no, well, crotch, crotch to face. Like, they're sitting. Okay. Oh, um, Jesus. I'm, yeah. Like it happens. Like I've yeah. had like wangs in my face on the bus in the train before. And then also accidentally. Um <laughs> so there's um a a woman Okay who is um older but not old like you like it, like on the precipice, and she reaches to like ring the bell, uh-huh, but accidentally grabs your dick. And my response is, hold on, don't touch yeah. that. That's my cock. Yes, because like if it would, because you for a minute you're like, hold on, and then you had to think because yeah. you're looking at her and you're like, is this the level of old I like? Okay. Then you realize too young, like she's fifties, you but want sixties, seventies. Yeah, we've assessed. She's she's yes. basically a minor. Yes. So you're like, wait a minute, that's my cock. 
Okay. And that's like, you're just like, don't, that's not the bell. That's my cock. <laughs> she, she. Now, see, if I liked it, we'd remix that song. You could ring my bell to you could ring yes. my cock. Yes. And you just hit the, you had hit the dance. But it, it's, it's all just in this hypothetical world. It's an accidental attempt at ringing the chord bell. Uh-huh. But she's older, has problems with her sight, isn't looking, touches dick. That's what I'm going with. All right. You, you, would you like to hear my answer? I would like to hear. I'm, that, I guess that means I'm wrong. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to hear your answer. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to defend this. Okay. Hypothetical right. scenario in which I would say, hold on. Don't touch that. That's my cock. Yes. Was to another dude in the bathroom after he tried to shake me off after I finished peeing. No. See, here's why my answer is better. Okay. Because that guy knows it's your cock. Yeah. Right. So the whole hold up, wait a minute, that's my you informing him that that's your cock? That's pre that's prearranged knowledge. He knows that already. So you're you would not be in that scenario pointing out something that everyone already knows in the room, right? The way the statement is per, is provided uh-huh. is it's a, it's it's informative. Okay, hey, that's but, my cock. But if he's shaking me off after I pee, right? He might know that's my cock, but I might not be aware that he knows that, right? He's shaking me off after I pee. I just if, finished peeing. My right. dick's still out facing the urinal. I right. feel a random hand shaking my cock. Don't but touch that. Should, but, that's my cock. But that's not. But see, the the enunciation in which you delivered the line. Okay. The 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 affect was uh-huh. informative. Less shock. So it wasn't like, hey, that's my cock. Yeah. Like, it wasn't now, like, now oh, you, God. You realize I have one tone when I speak. I mean, I, I, you, I feel like you have inflections. Like, just now, uh-huh. when you delivered the line again after explaining your scenario, your inflection was very different. Ooh, I, I wasn't aware. Yeah. So okay. f- for me, the first one sounded like you're just like someone made a mistake <laughs> and you're correcting them. Okay. <laughs> you know, the accidental mistake of just touching someone's cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we all this, do, you know? Yeah, it happens to me at least three times a day. <laughs> I'm just at the grocery Sometimes store. Sometimes I'll just be in bed by myself and I'm accidentally grabbing <laughs> someone else's cock. And I'm like, yeah. my bad. I'll, I'll be at the grocery store looking for cucumbers and just, I live in the Bronx, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just big dick everywhere. <laughs> and I'm always just like, oh, my bad, bud. Sorry about that. <laughs> Tripping over them like God damn. <laughs> like like you cut G and I slap it. <laughs> but Doing double Dutch with two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Mary, Matt, Matt, Matt. Oh, trust him. Um, yeah, I, yours. I, I think mine is better. Okay. Because it, it's it's something that could happen. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Now, now with this format, right? There's no real way to like judge who. No, this this is 100 your discretion. If you feel convinced by my argument, right? Audience listening, grab grab a scorecard. Tell us who you think wins at the end of this. We'll we'll give it to the discretion of our. So I I, let's do both. Let's have like the audience's winner, and then your because it's your game. I want you to be able to play your game as you intended. But so I'm, if you're I'm so if, biased. If, yeah, if you're unconvinced by my answer, that's fine. Okay. That's okay. On, on you can, this you one, can though, t- because of inflection of voice, I'll give yeah. you it on a technicality. Thank you. I'll take this in. You know what I mean? It's not about how you win or how you lose. It's that you win. <laughs> so I'll take that as a listen. I even if you know if I if I'm winning a foot race against a one legged man, I still won that foot race. Yeah. You know no what one's I mean? gonna so, remember him when it's all said and done. No, no they're gonna, they're gonna say Thomas J. Alley, winner. This and that's all that matters. Yeah. 
So I'm going to take that. And listen, if you're again, if you're following along with the home version of Out of Context, you know, what I mean, if you think I won that debate, hit us up on Twitter at this is underscore podcast at the end. But if tell you us what your score lost, was, tell him how fucking wrong he is, and how much of an idiot he is, and how miserable your life is that you have to listen to him even debate and come up with imaginary scenarios that aren't even realistic in today's standards. I mean, who's grabbing a cock instead of a belt? That doesn't even sound realistic. Yeah, you know, like who, like like how realistic it is where guys shake. Dude, your dick that happens out in, all. In the, in the you wouldn't all the believe how many times that happens to it me. It does not. I bro. feel like you're going to the wrong bathrooms. There, I'm in I my feel house, like... bro. <laughs> <laughs> like who are you? <laughs> How'd you get in here? <laughs> all right, ready, ready for number two. Yes. <laughs> Hope we're not in the bathroom for number two. No, no. Change change of scenario. Okay. Or change of scenery, I should say better. Uh you want to get a facial with me? Okay. Yeah. All right. Give me a, I gotta dissect. You wanna get a facial with me? <laughs> <laughs> that was an, a tone of inquiry. That was you were you and, and you seemed you you seemed like you were taking a risk by asking. Okay. Like that's that a, that's a good guess. Yeah, it seem it seems like you were like you're headed down the right path. I'll steer like, you a little bit. Like you were like you're you were concerned of what the answer was going to be. Yeah. And you weren't sure, so you're like, you know what, fuck it. You want to get a facial with you know what I mean? YOLO. Yeah. I'm gonna assume in this context, I'm gonna ask for definition again, but I'm gonna assume in this context facial means spa facial, yes? No. <laughs> oh, so you mean you mean ejaculate on the face? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here, all right. I got the perfect answer. You're in the bathroom. <laughs> you, we, you just said no more bathroom. Yeah. No, I was asking if we were in the bathroom. I didn't say okay. no more bathroom. Right. You're in the bathroom. Guy finished shaking your cock. <laughs> You're like, hey, whoa, that's my cock. And it's- then you thought, and then you thought for a minute, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna be the truest version of me. Yeah. You want to get a facial with? This be- and first of all, this became a motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> then you scurried off into the stall, and you delivered each other fa- facials. This is the romantic comedy that are going to put people back in theaters. Yeah, hundred percent coming this fall. <laughs> produced by Dulce Management. T U M M I N G coming this fall. <laughs> <laughs> coming this fall, Jonathan. Um. <laughs> So, so literally, so you mean facial as in semen to face, or you just are you yeah. joking? Okay, you are okay. We said it's not in the bathroom, so obviously you're not piggybacking off of your initial, your original answer. I'm gonna go with. Uh, you met a guy on Grinder. Okay, as I so frequently. Hey, listen, it's your, it's these are hypotheticals, right? Yeah, these are things. These are quotes that. You would say in the event yeah. that you were in I mean, these scenarios. It, it, if I were gay, I'd be on Grinder. Why not? Right. So you're on Grinder. You you are having an experimental phase. Uh huh. You have discovered. You're like, you know what? I've always wanted to know what it's like to be with a man. Yeah. Um, which is fine. You know, got to try it to know you don't like it or do like it. Um. So you're curious of what it's like to be with a man. You say, you know what? I just something anonymous is going to be best like you don't want to call me and be like and thomas you want to have facials with me because i feel like 
you don't want to get matching facials with me? Well, here's a question. How much money would it take? And this, how much money would you have to get paid to make out with me? Uh, I, I don't know. Cause like, it has to be my, a good amount. Because I was thinking about this today. I often think about us making it. Are, are you? And are, yeah, I was about to say, are you about to propose something to me? No. I, I was the only fans been hitting lately. But, uh... I got that. I got my whole money, bro. Um, no, I was just thinking about this today because I was listening to like a podcast or something, and it just triggered it in my brain. And I'm just like, how much would it be for me and Jonathan to make out? And then on top of that, I was like, would like regardless of the number of of financial gain uh-huh would we want to cross that threshold because aside not like oh it's gonna be like weird like my concern is like what if we like it and we just start shooting ropes of friendship at each other <laughs> arcing ropes of warm thick friendship <laughs> <laughs> but no but like what like i feel like that's that for us that would be a line of delineation where like there would never be a moment where we could look at each other and not think about the time we made out. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like the uh, episode of Friends where like uh, Joey and Ross took a nap together. Yeah, like, one of them is fighting it, but they know it's it's what's best for them. Yeah, yeah like if even if they're like some some like eccentric billionaire. Yeah, was just like I like to play with people like human toys and props. <laughs> Here's a million dollars. Why are we making out with this dude? Because <laughs> he's a billionaire. Yeah. We we're, we're he's literally just like guys do a dance for me here's ten grand and we're like yeah we'll do a thirty second dance for ten grand I'm a fucking dancing monkey but like he's just like he he ups the ante every time mm-hmm. where it's like do a dance for me oh go step on that like you know person's foot go jump on that person's car and then finally he's just at the end of the day he's <laughs> when it's just, just like us three left the whole yeah, party just, has died now yeah we're sitting in, in my my apartment just like joking bullshitting he just oh, pulls out a briefcase slaps down the table he goes it's a million dollars cash make out for me <laughs> and we're just like well that's quite the indecent proposal 500 thou a piece a piece like, tax-free yeah, you, I slipped some tongue in there. <laughs> 500 thou, yeah. He didn't say you had to. 500, I want to make sure he's getting the best bang for his buck. <laughs> and we, we can do other bangs. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I'm just volunteering you to do extra things. Thomas, slip me tongue, finger my asshole. It's a million fucking... Do- Jonathan, all he's saying is we have to make out finger my asshole. Give him a show. If you slip my your finger in my asshole, he might throw in like an extra quarter but of milk. You gotta make sure he sucks on your finger first. You know what I mean? Make him a part of this. Make this feeling, this show immersive for him. He looks at you and he's like, now the offer is half a mil. I didn't need all this extra shit. I told you just to make out and now you're fucking telling me what I want and what Honestly, I Honestly, like. if he lowered the money, I might try to bang him. <laughs> it seems like like that's the best. Like I'm gonna get the most money if I just sleep with him. I mean, he's just like, nah, I'm asexual. I just like to watch other people. I like to I like to be pretend I'm being cucked. Then we both look at him and say, you want to get a facial? <laughs> is that the scenario? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, no, my, my final answer is you are experimenting. Uh-huh. And you, whether it be grinder or not, or maybe it's like a buddy of yours. Maybe it's like Schuster. Okay. And you're just like, he's going to like this. And he's just, you're sitting there and you're just like, you know what? I trust this person. 
I do like trust said, them. Yeah, and you're just like, you know what? If I said this to him, he wouldn't judge me. He might be like, hey, like I respect that if that's your thing. I'm just not interested that way. So you you know you won't get emotionally destroyed by it. Yeah. But you're also still nervous about it. Uh-huh. So you're just like, hey, fuck it. You want to get a facial with me? That's my final answer. Okay. The the answer that I have down is a question I asked to my friend before we entered a gay orgy. Oh, come on. I got to get that point. That's I mean, so that's so close. I, mean, I even amended it to be your friend. Yeah. And a gay experience together. You know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just shy of the word orgy. But here's here's the thing, right? Like I I'll I'll give you half a point. And here's I'll, why I give you half a point. Go ahead. Because the way you you phrase it is that we would be doing it to each other. Right. And like in in my scenario it would be other people other doing, people it, doing to it, it to you. So That's I give you fair. half. That's fair. I got but that was frighteningly yeah, close to that, me. That down. was. You read my I, I know you read my you mind too well. It. <laughs> it's kind of scary being in here. Th- this is what happens when you uh spend 13 years talking to one person. This I'm I feel like I'm sitting in your head. Yeah. And all I see is tears and literary quotes. Yeah, I mean And it's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of scary. And then like every every few months is like my brain is empty and those are the eccentric times. Yeah, it's at that one I feel like at those points the walls just go white like an insane asylum yeah. oh, you and just the random slide in my brain. Yeah, and like random flares of color hit it when you're like get into a manic state of creativity. <laughs> you're just like fucking, you know what today? You know what I'm on to today? I'm on to, I, the Macarena is a great song. It is. And there's the Macarena starts fucking playing. All right. And it's just, it's just hundreds of you. Do- Remember like the little 3D baby screensaver from the 90s? Yeah. It's just a bunch of you doing the Macarena like H- that. Here, here's, uh, here's my way to like save office relationships and stuff, right? So we always talk about how when you go to school or when you're new to a job or whatever, you got that one asshole that's like, hey, we need to have an icebreaker because you need to know these people, even though you won't even talk to them for the next four years and you'll wish they're dead and they'll wish you're dead and eventually they'll get fired. You won't care. They'll go bankrupt. You won't care. Uh, their kid will get sick and then you'll pretend you cared all along. But... uh. It seems really specific. Do you need a hug? <laughs> Are you okay? Who hurt no. you, bud? Everyone. The world. God. Uh, <laughs> but better icebreaker, right? Just immediately kill all shyness, all sense of nerves right away. And like, angel? <laughs> no. <laughs> if, if everyone was like forced to do the Macarena and the nude, people would hate it. But like a week from now, they'd be so fucking close. Yeah, but then you'd have that one guy who saw everyone's boobs and peas. Yeah. Oh no, you, and would be really weird about it. If if anyone's weird or gets erect or anything, you fire them. Loose end. They gotta wow. go. I feel like that's against law. But no, no, they gotta go. Don't worry. All my businesses operate under the radar of the law, so we're good. <laughs> it's all at will employment yeah. in the state of New York. You can fire them for any reason, as long as it's not like racial or like a hate crime. You're yeah, fine. We're good. They were. Just, we listen. All right. We all consented to doing a naked macarena. Yep. And they're the only one who made it weird, so yep. they got to go. It's got sports. So chub in here, like they, the there would out. be more STDs in that office than at an old folks. They're not having sex. They will eventually. <laughs> I live by the philosophy that you can't, yeah, like you can't have people of a certain age group, yeah, around each other 
for too long before sex starts happening. Like workplaces are kind of one thing because you're there like seven to eight hours a day. There's rotating schedules. Not everyone is always there at the same time. But like, look at situations like you have like like sets, like um, TV sets, movie sets, things like that. Yeah. Like if you have young, late teens, early twenties actors, all you know, single, even some in relationships, it's only a matter of time before just the ideals of like, well, I'm surrounded by a bunch of attractive people. All of our hormones are ranging. We all hang out all the time. We're all around each other for all hours of the night. Like people are going to fuck. I I think it depends tonally on the show. Right. So like you look at like anything CW is doing and CW is like, Hey, let's take a a bunch of overage actresses and then like sexualize them for teenagers. Cause what do we care? Right. And like the, 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 the consensus becomes a formula that works for them. Yeah, it does. It's a tried and and proven method. So, you know, you don't run away from money. This this is a dumb business move. But uh, basically, like, you make your show tonally about sex. It's no wonder your actors and actresses are looking at each other in a sexual manner. You look at things like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie meet on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith because, like, the whole movie is very tonally sexual. Mm Mm-hmm. Like they're playing a married couple trying to kill each other, but it's like hot to them because they're assassins and trying to kill each other is hot. Yeah, I think or, I, I think I just thought of a, a new show idea for me and you. We're gonna pitch we gonna, it to CW. I'm here for it. Mr. and Mrs. Smith series isn't what's his name doing that? It's it's only gonna be me and you though. Who's Mrs. Smith? No, no, no. Or is it? Or no, is it Mr. We're not, Mr. We're not doing Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, it's just us hunky yeah. teen- it's just us playing us in us our late twenties playing hunky teenagers. Yeah. Who I don't I? know if I can I don't I'm, are you getting me like hair plugs? Because I don't I'm, know if I'm I can literally pull off. I'm literally just doing this so we're in sexual scenarios and then like the makeout money is a little less. I mean that's fine. Cause then it's cause then it's like overtime makeout money. It's like seven seasons yeah. of makeout money. Cause then it's like, okay, we make out once and someone cuts us like a two hundred thousand dollar check, or we make out for seven seasons and they cut us like Fit five hundred thousand dollar checks a season. We're just gonna we're gonna recreate like fucking vampire diaries. You can be uh Nina Dobrev's character, and I'll be like one of the dude vampires. And then when you start dating the other dude, uh, wig. Okay, hear me out. I have, I have a question for you. Uh huh. Right. Let's say vampires are real. Okay. And you so like the pro to me, right? The prospect of immortality, in a traditional sense is horrifying i think we've talked about that before where i don't want like if like people be like well if i had a genie give me three wishes one of my wishes would be like i want to be immortal like i wouldn't want that because the idea like the 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 rolling the snowball effect is that one day the earth will implode yeah and then it's just me immortal floating around space alone for a excuse me for a millennia until I stumble across another inhabited planet with life. So like that doesn't appeal to me. But the idea of being a vampire, it's different because I'm immortal, but not immortal. Like the sun can kill me and like a silver bullet could do it. Let's say you're a vampire. Okay. Right. And then, okay. And you like the idea of being a vampire is terrible. Cause like, you're going to lose all your loved ones. You're going to outlive everyone. Mm-hmm. But let's say you're just like, I want to do this as a podcast for a hundred years. Yeah. All right. Are you biting my neck and sucking my blood to turn me? I thought this question was going to go in a whole different other way. Oh, like no, I... we're going to get there. I want your first answer first. Okay. Am I? Yeah. 
hundred okay. percent. Yeah. So you, so you'll like I'd sad, ask you. You gotta do it like interview with a vampire though. You have to be like 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 sensual Tom Cruise vampire, and I'm like young underage Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> we need a we need a third uh, werewolf character. <laughs> so, someone to pit the internet against me. It's a completely different vampire uh, movie. Oh, I, I gave I, I you Anne Rice and you, you countered me with Twilight. You said Kristen Dunst and I thought of the Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> I sit here and I'm like Anne Rice, a classic of cinema. Yeah, just classic put Christy in some werewolf makeup and we could do Team Christy <laughs> versus Team Dunstan. <laughs> All right, but then what if you find out like you you become a vampire and the vampires are like when they turn you they bite you on your inner thigh. Uh-huh. Right, like you met like a sexy lady vampire, yeah, and she's like about to go down on you, bites your inner thigh, sucks your blood, turns you into a vampire, and you think she was just being sexy about it, but she's like, no, 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 that's the only, only the vein on the inner thigh can turn them into a vampire. Okay, so now you are turning me into a vampire. Are you sucking the blood out of my inner thigh? Like you're just sticking your head down there and gnawing on my inner thigh i mean my head's down there on a regular basis already <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm usually sucking the cum out of your dick what's the difference really who, who you think preps them for all those only fan <laughs> pictures and videos <laughs> thomas you want to get a facial with me <laughs> they don't call me the dulce the fluffer for no reason <laughs> <laughs> i respect that because i would not bite you on your thigh and turn you i like, see i thought like i thought this question was going a whole different way like if i had it in me to like bite people and drink their blood and my answer was just going to be like every girl on their menstrual cycle has to donate to like a community <laughs> bank and that's where the vampires go no one has to die and they get their it's, satiation it's, it's just like um like a hamster's like water ball like you're all lapping at it um, um, as it drips out of the vagine. It's just like seven tubes coming out to different people. <laughs> we are going. We are all going to survive. We are all going to make this work. Think about I, the uh, the amount of money they would save on like pads and tampons. <laughs> just nah. You, you need some tampons for this month? And no, no, no. I'm good. I got a couple. I got a, a tribe of vampires who lick, who drink my pussy blood. <laughs> it's a win-win. You know what I mean? Like we, we get fed and they get to save like i don't know how much those things cost we, but you I save the environment because yeah. like you're not like having all that stuff you know enter into you know producing less all we doing is handing out dubs out here what the fuck you're y'all just doing the, the most eco-friendly vampires yeah. imaginable <laughs> all right i'm Quote ready I, listen listen i'm doing well right now i got i got one where i swayed you and one that i got almost on the nose uh, this one, this one was kind of a lob. This one was an easy one because I thought the other ones were going to be harder. You know, I, I right, so mis- number number three is a lob. Yeah. Okay. I, I I misinterpreted how good you would be at reading my brain. <laughs> you know, it happens. I'm. I feel like what's going to happen now is like this one's a lob, Thomas. I'm just going to get it completely wrong. No, 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 you got this. This is the easy one. Ready? All right. I like pina coladas, long walks in the rain, and getting drunk and tap dancing on a cop car. Like this is like that that game show pyramid where I'm just like things you say when you're drunk on am and on, on fucking what's the what's the what's the what's the um the the psychoactive alcohol? No idea. Oh, I forgot what it's called. It's something with an A. Absinthe. There things you, you say when you're drunk on absinthe. Um say it again. <clears throat> I like pina coladas, long walks in the rain, 
and getting drunk and tap dancing on a cop car. This is either like like you on a first date. Okay. Or it's like you filling out like a dating app about me. About you? No, no. And like the, the section on a dating oh. app, the about me section. Like this is either you filling out the about me section on a dating app because you will risk it all for a joke. <laughs> and the same would apply <laughs> for like you being on a first date. Like you would risk it all for you would sit down and say something like that, even if it meant her standing up and leaving. Because you'd be able to come back to the podcast and be like, Thomas, I went on a first date this week. You can't make them storm out in five minutes. What are you even doing? This is what I'm saying. But so, like, don't be a don't be one of those guys who are like a dick, you know? Say yeah, something you don't, stupid that makes you, them leave. Yeah, you don't want to just be like, damn, that pussy probably slap against my peen. You want to say something that confuses that them. And bussin'. You, you, want, you want to confound them. Yeah. <laughs> to the point of them just being like, you want them to go home and call their best friend. <laughs> Just be like, I appreciate you. <laughs> like, you're amazing. I just had the weirdest first date. And you're like, what happened? We get to the restaurant. And first of all, it's a Denny's. And Bro, he ran slams for everyone. <laughs> I, he told me, he literally, we sat down at the Denny's. First thing he did was stand up and scream, grand slams for everyone. And threw $8 in loose change on the table. <laughs> Threw it on myself as I bust out a dance. <laughs> and then he sat back down and told me how he likes pina, pina coladas, long walks in the rain. And at first I thought he was doing the song, but then I realized those aren't the lyrics. And then he told me occasionally tap dancing on cop cars. And I just, I'm Janet, I'm going to be honest. I got up and walked out. I got up and I walked out. I grabbed a moons over my hammy on before I left. <laughs> and then and that's I priorities <laughs> and, and then that's, that's the story about how i married janet <laughs> and it was just like yo this is the one it's just like wait so you're saying this guy's single <laughs> mary give me that phone number what There's if i would have told you was on my here. dating list a guy who likes pina coladas long walks in the rain and getting drunk at tap dancing on cop <laughs> mary do you remember that time where we were in fort lauderdale and i got arrested for tap dancing on that cop car <laughs> this is fate this is meant to be what are you doing why are you complaining why wasn't the first thing out of your mouth saying Mar janet i found the one for you it's like how i met your mother where ted goes on the date with the roommate of the mother oh yeah it's like it's one of those where like she tells you the story and then like eight years later you guys meet on a long island railroad platform and she stole your umbrella that you stole from her on saint patrick's day one of the wildest things in How I Met Your Mother is like when they first meet Robin and Ted is like, you see that girl over there? And Robin's just like, yeah, you can tell she likes it dirty. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? But see, at, I, I'm on, so I, I'm never, I'm never going to say this in most contexts. I'm on team Ted in that moment though. Yeah. Like if I, if I meet a woman who I'm, who I am instantly attracted to and like, I'm talking to her and she's like trying to hook me up, which at that point I'm like, well, why are you trying to hook me up? But also like a woman wingman sometimes good, which I'll, no, I'll, I'll amend that women wingmen are terrible. Like I had a wingman, a wing woman, um, mm -hmm. one of my close personal friends for almost a year. Like we met through a friend and then hooked up a few times. And then we're like, now nah, we're like really like similar people. And we became friends. And we would go to the bars like four nights a week together. Okay. She was the worst wing woman. 
because a she was way hotter than I was. Okay. And and B she she's bisexual. Oh damn. So we'd be like picking up girls. Yeah. And she would get too drunk and be more concerned with her vagina than my penis and then take the girls. And I, and I'm just like you take the girls and then when we go out and you want dick, I get you dick. I go home with a dry dick no matter what. I mean, here's your next solution. Take the dick from her. I should. Yeah. That should have been the go-to move. Yep. Like Mr. Steal Your Dick. Like how how cool, how good about herself is she going to be feeling if she sees you deep-throating the guy she likes? Well, again, she's my friend. I do want her to feel good about herself. <laughs> Don't want her to be like going home crying because just like, am I not attractive anymore that a straight man fucked my male friend? You got the Trey Songz intro. Whoa. <laughs> it's Mr. Studio <laughs> Man. <laughs> there was one time we met these two girls. Like I was out, I was out at the bar without her. She had gone to um, a club with her cousin and her sister, and then uh-huh. their best and their mutual friend. And like we would meet at the bar like every Saturday night at like nine, ten o'clock, and we would hang out, have a few drinks, talk, catch up from the week, and like try to meet people. And she went out that weekend, and she's like, "I'm gonna come back like later on in the night. Like I'll be here before everything shuts down. Like New York bars close at four. So I'm texting her all night because there's these two girls to my left. And I don't like approaching women, not because of a thing of like a place of fear, just because I don't want to bother people. And I feel like it's intrusive as a male to approach women at bars. Okay. I feel like it's less so intrusive if you're a female approaching other women at bars because then it doesn't come off as pred- I, I, it's easy for a male, especially someone like me, six two over 300 pounds, like for me to come off of, as predatory. And you intimidating. Scream out! Don't you want to talk to me right now? How <laughs> creepy can that be, ladies? Answer Walk this. up to them, like see them hugging each other, sneak in. Where's my hug? No, no, no. It's like you're sitting at a table. They're sitting at a table across from you. They're having a good time, and you just scream really loudly in their direction. Don't you guys just really want to talk to me right now and see <laughs> why I've been so mysteriously sitting here by myself? What don't you wrong? don't you see me looking at you, waiting for you to look at me, and quickly looking away as if I'm trying to be aloof (laughs) what's wrong with you i bet you really want to buy me a drink right now (laughs) come on i'm mysterious i'm an enigma i'm a damaged boy you want to just you you know i'm sensitive deep down that that always like baffled me right like uh the the dudes who like go to parties and just post up on the wall and like the whole time, like they'll just post up on the wall and then they'll like post on Instagram after, yo, tonight was a fucking movie. We got <laughs> lit. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> it's, but the weird thing is, is it's really, it's so, I, I never believed this when I was younger. Yeah. Now that as I've gotten older, obviously, again, pre pandemic, when I would go to the bars a lot, being aloof and like when you act like you don't care the energy radiates off of you that you don't, that you're acting like you don't care. Yeah. And women don't, or women don't approach that in my experience. Mm -hmm. When you legitimately are disregarding everyone around you, not out of a sense of, well, I'm just going to pretend like I don't care because it'll make me mysterious, but you're literally not there for them. Yeah. They will come up to you. Like I go, I used to go to bars and read books and I cannot tell you, like, I if I go to the bar and I'm just, like, there having a drink by myself and, like, looking around trying to see, you know, what I can do for the night, no one says two words to me. 
if I'm off in a dark corner out of the line of sight of everyone, like you have to look for me to see where I am and to see that I'm reading a book. Yeah. And they see that they trek across the bar to ask me about the book to find out what I'm reading, because there is this moment of just like, what is so special about that book Uh that I look as good as I look right now? And he's not paying attention. You know what I mean? Because like there is that like that that thing in bars where like yes like women are often the center of attention in bars because okay. like like they are the most attractive thing present. And I say I thing mean, not like they're like object, but like they are the most attractive persons around typically. And most not, men, not, listen, man. Normally that's the case, but if it's a leap year and Dulce de Dom is coming out, like they, they're not, they're second place. Dulce de Dom gonna drink them three Coronas, yeah, and just be like, "Yo, we got this." It we, was a movie. We vibing. I'm posted up on that wall, <laughs> just like, "Yo, shorties was all over me." And then there's someone's just like sending me the screenshots of my story. And it's just, you could see the lights shining from the wall behind me because there's no one remotely next to me. <laughs> it's 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 a weird dichotomy. Like, But also, like it's weird because when I'm in that mode, I want nothing to do with the people around me. Yeah. So like, like the advances mean nothing to me. And I, I, sh- make, I want them to go away. And I make it blatantly clear that you're going to go away now because I'm on chapter 17 and it's getting really good. And your pussy is not worth me stopping this book right now because I'm enthralled by this book and I don't know if I'm going to be enthralled by your vagina. You're like an English teacher's wet dream right now. <laughs> rejecting rejecting some vagina for some literature. Bro, I, I think I'm just getting old. Probably. I'm I'm getting to the... I think, I'm be, I think you are rubbing off on me. Am I old? No, I don't think it's... I think it's your mentality when it comes to the culture of sex and hooking up. Yeah where like i'm 28 i'm not old but i am older than most people like within the group of people that i know like uh-huh. the creators that i talk to or like the groups i'm in whether it's a discord chat whether it's 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 text groups things like that i am older than a lot of the people because they're all very like early 20s and they're all hormones Mm-hmm. They're all, they want to fuck, they meet new people, new interesting people they want to fuck, and that's all they want to do. Yeah. Whereas now I'm to the point at 28, going to be 29 in a few months, where I'm just like, uh, I don't want to just sling my dick around. Like Indiana like, Joe. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, like, can we have a conversation and then I can decide if I want to fuck you? And if I do like i don't want to just like fuck you and not think about you again like i want if we're going to be hooking up i want to at least have a monochrome of of not even like a relationship but like friends yeah like can we like enjoy each other's company and sleep together as opposed to kind of disliking each other but also just being the closest warm bodies to one another like i i'm to that point where like if the option of having sex is on the table but it is just for the sake of having sex it is unappealing and sounds exhausting yeah you you got to schedule those things out now but not even that like someone could text me right now and be like hey thomas what are you doing tomorrow uh nothing yeah I come by around like 2 p.m and like we'll hang out and we'll fuck i would be like no no i'm good like well, i don't want to do that <laughs> gotta because, delete like, that draft <laughs> 
It's been sitting there for four days. You've been trying to get the words just right. You finally felt like you got it. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that. I like, read just... every Shakespeare sonnet, like, prepared for this moment. <laughs> it, it's, it's gotten to that point with me at 28 where the prospect of random sex or, like, you're hot, so I want to fuck you is starting to go by the wayside. And I don't want to have sex with like a plethora of random people. Like I want to develop a thing. Yeah. I mean, and bro, 16 year old Thomas right now is pissed the fuck off. I mean, but like, isn't it all like phases, right? So you had, you had the phase, you went through the experience of hooking up with people. You got it out of your system. Now you want, you know, like a, a little bit more definition to it. Yeah, I think I, I, cause I never had the, you know, the hoe phase, right? Yeah. Because I was 17, 18. I had like one off sexual partners, like one night stands essentially. And then like went long term, like long periods of time without having, without having sex because I had a ponytail and a chin strap and no one would fuck me. And then <laughs> I lost a bunch of weight, got in really good shape. And I started sleeping with one person for a while. Like we were just consistent hookup friends. Mm-hmm. And then that ended. And then I started dating Christy. Yeah. And then Christy and I dated exclusively. And then we were in a relationship for five years. And like we had, like we brought menage a trois, you know, as they say. Um, but there was no like going out and fucking. And that was 21, 2021 to 25, 26. Yeah. And then we broke up. And then my dick was fucking everywhere. And then it was looking like the hungry hippo. Yeah. And then like over the past year, like I've had a lot of sex over the past year, but like it was like me and Morgan dated Uh and then we broke up and then like I maybe like hooked up with one or two people for a bit. And then it became these things where I was meeting people and getting to know people, becoming emotionally invested in people and sleeping with the people I was emotionally invested in. And then when that would end, I wouldn't go back out and try to sling dick. I wouldn't hit people up. I wouldn't be on Tinder. Like I wouldn't be trying to meet new people to fuck. And then I meet another person and then I get to know that person and become emotionally invested in that person. I mean, you became and then a we real became, boy. I, uh, yeah, I'm like Pinocchio at the end of Pinocchio. I've got no strings to hold my dick down. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll volunteer. Someone's got to do it. Hey, whoa, that's my cock. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's honest right. work you know <laughs> i get paid 18 cents a day just to hold down a dick you know how much that's good money that's a dollar 80 every 10 days all right that's that's nearly six dollars a month just to hold someone's dick down that's that's not, not hard bad, you know it's not all right how was it was i close like yeah, you it said was, it was, it a was me reading my dating profile bio you nailed it oh on the nose yeah, look I, at me so i'm at I'm at three and a, I'm at two and a half points on yeah. three questions. Yeah, doing Look good. Look at me. All right. I, I'm just I'm really excited to get to the halfway mark because I got I'm, a fun plan. Because now I feel like after this, at some point, I'm gonna have to play this with you. Oh, okay. You come up with quotes. Like at some point, we're gonna have to do like out of context too. I'm down. And I'm gonna have to come up with quotes. And like you know me, like they're gonna be like damn near poetic. <laughs> like they're gonna be verbose. I literally just wrote the first thing that came to my mind for all of these quotes. So I, di- I didn't right. work very hard. 
I'm doing well. And like, this is one of those things where like the listeners, like they, they have their scorecard, but in a worst case scenario world, their scorecard is only a half a point more probably because if they follow suit with, with, with the trading on the first answer, which they probably will, they're probably going to lean into you because it's your game. So you said, sure. They're going to say, sure. I think they're going to give me the second point in total. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Tweet at this is underscore podcast or hit us up on uh, at this is a podcast on Instagram as well. Let us know. Tell us what you think. All right. You ready for number four? Swear to God, if you motherfuckers come out for those cue cards, (laughs) but don't come out for this to support me and win. Listen, if you're going to come out, just tell me that Thomas lost. (laughs) (laughs) Come out. Be be happy to come through. If you have no opinion on it, just don't tweet. (laughs) If if you if you are on the fence, but you want to agree with me, just tell me Thomas lost. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll quote your tweet. I'll tell Thomas he lost. First of all, I also have access to the Twitter, so they can say I won, and I can too quote the tweets. Yeah, but don't do that. <laughs> I can also retweet it to my Twitter feed. Just don't do that. You have one. I have two of them, Jonathan. <laughs> I could mention those f- people on TikTok in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. To be fair, though, if I had another Twitter, none of the random thoughts I post on our Twitter would ever go there. They would just go to yours. Yeah, so let's let's be happy that our <laughs> our thing is getting my random 4 a.m. thoughts. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm ready for the next one. Girl, you tripping. Ain't no way in hell I'm walking all the way over there for one slice of cake. They better give me the whole thing before I start stomping fools out. <laughs> <laughs> like, at first... I was just like, okay, like maybe he's, it's his birthday and he's like mad at his sister. Uh huh. But then I was just like, you're not going to be around your mother and say that because your mother will, will slap the black clean off, clean off your skin. Like, you like to assume she hasn't tried already. <laughs> like there will be a Jonathan that is white and then there will be what looks to be his shadow on the floor. That's that's the real Dulce. Well, the <laughs> real Dulce. Please the stand up. Dulce. <laughs> the essence of Dulce. The essence. Without the caramel complexion, you're not yeah. Dulce de leche. I'll just get you're, st- you're white chocolate. I'm gonna open up my own merch shop and start selling the essence of Dulce to people. <laughs> like like a cologne. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to smell? Like Dulce, Dulce, Dulce Management Services. Dulce Management Service. I'm I'm working hard to convince Thomas to make that a merch thing. They have a lot. The Dulce Management Services have a lot of product lines. Yeah. And it's really weird that they can diversify that easy with one client. Because it's just like, well, they got, you know, cologne? Like, I don't know. Like, no one, people barely know what you look like. Now they're gonna smell like you. I mean, I lived with you for two weeks. I know what that smell is. I smell good. I don't smell. It's bad. old. It's it's old Doritos and stale farts. That's not true. <laughs> not at all. It's it's a uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. I had someone tell me one time that I smell like vanilla, and I'm like, that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for caramel. So I feel I do. I like a van- like I like a vanilla cologne. Yeah, like a vanilla musk. I also like a lavender. I use uh, uh, the bourbon cologne from uh, Bath and Body Works. Oh, that, 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 that high quality. Yeah. 
<laughs> Bath and Body Works. Yeah. Buy two, get one free. <laughs> this high quality premium. <laughs> I'm shelling out 200 beans for that ish. <laughs> it's for Jonathan, it's 200 cents. He gets them for $2 a pop on sale. He gets the little sample bottles for $2. <laughs> I got the scratch and sniff all over me. <laughs> he gets the sample out of the magazines and just rubs them all over himself. Um, fuck. I'm not walking all the way over there. You better give me the... You're Okay, you're at a bakery. Okay. And you, you were trying to get a cake. Uh-huh. But there the you were you were okay you're at a you were at a bakery and you were being nice because there was an older woman not like older that you want to smash but like elderly and like in need of assistance okay and you were being nice and allowing her to cut you in line because like she seemed to be in a hurry and you just you were just doing a good deed for the day and you're just like no ma'am you can go ahead and she then orders a cake uh-huh and you know gets it and starts very slowly gingerly begins to leave the bakery and you get to the front and you're like hey can i get one of them chocolate mousse cakes Ooh, and the lady you behind personable yeah the lady behind the counter she goes sorry you just sold that woman right there the last chocolate mousse cake uh-huh and she goes we don't have any more whole cakes but i do have a slice left like an individual slice that we can sell you and then you're just like, what? You want me to come all the way? Because she's like on the other side of the counter. Uh-huh. Like she's over by where the cake is. And you're like, by where the like you took the ticket. Because okay. COVID. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, what? You want me to come all the way? Like breaking the six foot, you know, social distance to pay for the cake. And you're just like, what? You want me to come all the way over there for one slice of cake? Uh-huh. Like, and then you turn, you start yelling at the old lady. And oh, like, okay. you're like, you better give me the whole cake before i start stomping fools in here and like that's that's what's happening do i give off the impression as someone who would scream at an old lady in public yes i don't think i would you give off you have the look as someone who would i don't think i'd scream i think like uh old people are exempt like old people and babies but if you're a middle-aged dude (laughs) sorry <laughs> you, you probably deserve it. Well, I couldn't like there's no reason you would let a middle-aged guy cut you. I think what I think is happening here is you are you you're enraged Ooh. because you you were just like, "Hey, I'm doing something good. like you don't do good deeds for people. You're a very selfish man." So <laughs> so you're like, "For once, I'm going to do something nice. I'm going to start maybe changing my ways." Yeah. And thinking about others. Even and better. I'm gonna, like I, I do this and she's in on it, right? Like fucking, oh, yeah. she, she's mocking me the whole time. To, like as she as down. as she says, we only have a one slice left. She like gingerly, slowly turns to you, and kind of gives you like a, a knowing, like grin. Like she heard you on the phone outside of the bakery saying what cake you wanted. She then came in ahead of you, saw that there was only one left. But since you were faster, like you got in line at first, but then you realized she walked in before you. So you were like, ma'am, I'm sorry. I cut in front of you. You can go ahead. And she was like, yeah, you're going to let me go. Okay. Ahead, in that instance, boy. I'd scream at an old lady in public. This is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. The, the rage is yeah. there. If, if, you if think, she's like evil and senile. About oh, it, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's, yeah. She, there was there was there was malintent there. Yeah. She came for your neck and you're 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 so observant. 
you in the instant it all happened just began to realize i, I challenged her to a boxing match for charity yeah, yeah you had like a sherlock you know how like sherlock holmes has those moments where he looks at something and it begins to play in his head in slow motion and he remembers all the little details <laughs> yeah in that moment you remember you being on the phone outside the old lady looking walking past you and looking over in your direction out of the corner of her eye and then giving like the smirk and then you her slowly walking in, you hanging up, dashing in front of her. The like shock on her face as you did it, like her plan was foiled. But then you were like, you can go ahead, ma'am. And then the look on her face changes completely <laughs> where she's just like, yes, I can. And she, you can see the devious leer in her eyes. She looks at the lady behind the counter. They give each other eyes and kind of a little nod. You begin to dissect it all in a moment. Jesus. <laughs> and then that's why you're just like, I'm going to start stomping fools. Cause I, I ain't gonna be up in here making me look dumb. I got all my Tims today. Yeah, you know, I, this is this is it's winter in New York. All right, we gonna do some curb stomping. That's that's a Woody Allen movie right there. It's winter American history. It's American History X. We're gonna curb stomp some fools. <laughs> all right. So you want to hear my answer? Yes. This is a conversation I had with my grandmother on her birthday before going and flirting with her friends. Wait a minute. I was so close the first time. Now I went so off yeah, track because I was like so your, I was like birthday at your house, sister. Yeah. And then I'm just like, no, Jonathan, like there's no context that would you would do that at your house because like your mom would beat the shit out of you. You see, this is where you messed up. I do this to my grandmother. One time my grandmother saw my hair, like I let my hair grow, and like she said something like like wild sarcastic disrespectful comment about it she was like oh like when are you gonna cut your hair and like i looked at her and i was like so disrespectful of her no, no, she, 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 that, that's hair. what she said at the end of it like she, <laughs> she said some wild stuff stuff that i won't repeat with mics on and uh my <laughs> she's she called you the n-word <laughs> my response was when are you gonna grow your teeth back <laughs> So, so her and you, I you say that like you don't like to just jaw fuck old ladies with no teeth though i mean like, she hasn't accept like, her old age yet you know like she, she's yeah. still fighting the clock um so so am i so i like i i can't give you points there i think mine's more plausible all right but i can't give you points you want to know why because this is the first instance like at the end of my response i said before going and flirting with our friends first grandma fucking joke of the day Fashy. i can't right. give you points there. you can't you know you're right i got it you're gonna it's my gimmick if i can't i can't override that answer because then that would mean you didn't try to fuck a grandmother yeah and we can't have that we can't. that's literally all people are here for <laughs> You trying to fuck their grandmothers? <laughs> Slide them I wanna, digits. <laughs> I want to do a live show at a nursing home. Yeah, and just have the entire episode be a dating game. Oh, just you. like The Bachelor. Yeah, it would just be. It, no, it would be like old fashioned seventies dating game where we pick like three women. Ooh. And I put them behind a wall, and you're just like bachelorette number one. I was like bachelorette number one. If I raw how, dogged you, how loud would you scream? <laughs> bachelorette number one. How many husbands have you had? Well, I've buried six husbands, but they all died of natural causes. <laughs> how hard do you think? You, you you think like people in nursing homes busting out the anal? Oh, 100 I think people in nursing homes, first of all, I think old people, yeah. older people, elderly people are much more freaky than we know. You need so much lube. 
They got to they got to be like the Sahara Desert down. There. <laughs> because we're it's 2021, right? So someone who's elderly, we'd probably put that at what 70, 80. Yeah. Which would mean that they were born in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Right? Which means they were at their sexual peaks. My math right? 19 no, yeah, 1940, 60 years after the year 2000, yeah. So their sexual like primes began in like 1960. Okay. And that's like when like weird shit was going on, but no one talked about it. Yeah. Like that was at the start of like blowjobs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think they did a lot of shit that you didn't talk about back then. That like you wouldn't be on a podcast being like, what? Anal? Stick it in my ass. Like they would just be like, no, a good woman believed in God and did not have did not make love until after they were married so we can conceive the children we love. When in reality, Granny's been getting deep dick yep. since 1963. And been riding I think since it was y- called before it was called y- that. Yeah. So I think like once like the husbands or the wives they had pass on. And they're like in a home away from the prying eyes of their family and the judgmental eyes of their family. They're just like, oh, it's been since 1973 since I got it in the ass. Please, Chester, give it to me again. They're at the freaking uh, widow's meeting and all you hear is the song, come on. All you ladies pop, yo, pussy like this. Yeah. (laughs) Three of them try to pop they pussy, they pop a hip. Um all right. All right. I'm not happy, but you know what? Two, two and a half points out of four. I'm still riding right. high on this. Last one before we go to halftime. All right. Number five. An hour and seven minutes in. <laughs> we, we got off track so much. <laughs> we still got cue cards to go through. <laughs> All right. Number five. Harry Styles looked good in a dress. Do you think I could? A conversation you and I have actually had. I feel like this is a thing you've said to me. But this is not... that Okay, that's not the context in which I was thinking of. Okay. I'll, get, I'll give you another shot. I'm trying to think of who you'd be saying that to. I feel like that's a weird thing you would say. You wouldn't say that to your mom. Um, And maybe you would. It's you. If you think you've heard weird shit on this podcast, just imagine the amount of weird <laughs> shit my mom has heard me say. Um, okay. You are... I'm going to go over the top, and I know this is wrong. Uh-huh. But see, it's hard, because like I want to go simple. And like the simple answer is just like you're having a conversation with your mom, but that's boring. So you are on a press junket. Ooh. Right? you you're promoting your your new book or like your 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 tv show or your movie that's coming out and the uh the interview is a little a little boring right so you decide to ryan reynolds it <laughs> you decide to take control of the interview and something you i asked, wouldn't do yeah you're just like hey hey you know I've, I've been doing these all day hey we're gonna do something different i'm gonna ask you questions so like you're just telling the interview no i'm gonna ask you some questions and the interview is like sure no problem and then you just start like spewing off random things like you have like you take their cards out of their hand and you're pretending to read their cards uh-huh. and you're just like, you know, going through some things you're like Denzel Washington was the star of Training Day. Uh, do you think I can play Denzel's part in a Training Day sequel and shit like that? And then you get to just like Harry Styles looks really good in the dress. You think I would look good in the dress, too? 
and just kind of put them on the spot. Yeah. To either say you would or wouldn't look good in a dress, and then it's on the record. So they have to tell you you're going to look good in a dress. Yeah. Otherwise, they're assholes. Boost up my so ego. The, to, otherwise, they're assholes to a, to a, the writer of a hit TV show slash movie slash I mean, movie I, I got the right curves. Like sundress season, we out here. I'm excited for sundress season because them cheeks, oh, super clapped. I, we still, yours. We still, okay. I was, yeah, I was yeah, unsure. I'm going to just, ooh, I'm going to destroy them cheeks. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to sound like people are doing the cha cha slide, bro. <laughs> slide to the clap. Everybody clap your hands. <laughs> Lights going to be on and off. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, I'm going to go, cause again, I feel like the easy answer is to be like, oh, you say it to your mom. No, I don't want easy. I'm going outlandish. Okay. Here, here was my answer. Conversation I had while receiving a blowjob. She did not think I would look good. I don't know why that part was important. Um, Even she thought with my dick in her you mouth, know what? I would not pull off a dress. I, I did like your answer better. I give you the point. Oh, oh, look at me! All right, cool. Is it because I made you a famous writer? Yeah, but also like, got, it, it sounded like something I would do. You know? Yeah, gotta stroke the ego and like know you well. All right, because well, good. We just hit the halfway mark. Three and a half out of five. But you got a chance to win two points here. Ooh, okay. It's a double. All right. All right. And it, all you have to do is cut a wrestling promo based off a question I ask you. Okay, so like you're like the interviewer. Yeah. So you're just like, what you going to do me? Like you're mean, Gene, right? Yeah, now. yeah. All right. All you right. ready? Yeah. <clears throat> so ridiculous. <laughs> Why am I allowed to do shit like this? I'm excited. <clears throat> Here's your wrestling name, by the way. Gang in character. Go ahead. Long schlong tummy boy. Your opponent tonight, P.P. Cheney, son of former mm-hmm. Vice President Dick Cheney, has called mm-hmm. you a coward because instead of attacking him with the giant peppermint patty, you chose to eat it for 20 minutes straight on live TV. How do you respond? Oh, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm going to tell you good. That boy's going to call me a coward because I ate his peppermint patty on live TV. What are you going to do with something that makes your breath that fresh? I want his mom to be able to smell how good my breath is when my long schlong is donning her with the graciousness of my peen. I don't want to walk in there with bad breath. I don't want his mother, his grandmother, his sisters, his cousins, everyone who's watching what I'm doing to her to be like, ooh, long schlong. His dong is big, but his breath is kicking. No, 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 no. We're not going to have that. You can call me a coward. You can say I attacked you from behind, but the truth is I am attacking her and everyone you have ever loved from behind with my love schlong. And this Sunday, this Sunday, all right, I'm going to take you down to the mat for the one, two, three. I'm going to make you tap like I made her tap last night. Is that that all? Yeah, yeah, I'd put that. I'd put asses in seats. Uh, yeah, that was good. I'll give you that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was the most ridiculous thing we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right. First of all, York peppermint patty is low key great candy. Yeah, I like peppermint and chocolate. It goes together. So you just you walked right into my way because peppermint peppermint and chocolate is tasty and it makes your breath smell good. Yeah. And I took that and decided to run with it. I just want and to also, as a wrestler, I figure if I'm long schlong Tommy Boy, my entire gimmick is I have a lot of sex. So. Yeah. I just want you to know that, like, all the ideas I had for this podcast hit me at, like, 4 a.m. while I was showering. And it, I was just oh, like... Oh, no, it, it it definitely sounds like an, a really badass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I just want to get that across. It sounds like you took peyote and you were just like in the middle of like one of those like Native American journey dreams that tell you the direction to go. What was it in, in was it in the Simpsons where it's just like the big breasted Native American woman who just like twirls her tits and points them in a direction? Like that's what I feel like. <laughs> you you smoked a whole cactus and you were just like, that's this is that's good podcasting. That's very on brand for me. Also, like <laughs> this is quality content. You know what I mean? Like this is quality free content. <laughs> Yes, if you had to pay for this, it'd be horrible. Yeah, you'd be so disappointed. <laughs> if this was on a Patreon or if this was on like an OnlyFans, you'd be like, "This is I d- shouldn't be paying ten dollars." That's why everything this. I give our audience is free. Yeah, <laughs> when I coordinate them, it's a paid podcast. When you coordinate it, we're just like, "Yeah, this will give them." It's like a drug dealer. Yeah, you give them the taste for free. <laughs> <laughs> you give them the really good high quality psychedelic for free yeah and then you hit them with really shitty just like regular herb you just gotta hope they don't die <laughs> all right ready number six yes. okay there's so there's 10 of these yeah okay number six so, so just want the record to show so we're at number six yeah i'm at six you're and doing nine. well you're let's yeah. see one two three three point five four five five and a half uh i had four didn't I? I had you got three. Nine. Okay, yeah, I had three and a half coming out, and then the two point bonus. Gotcha. Five and a half at at its at a ten right now. All right. Five and a half out of a potential twelve. Yeah, you could you could walk away a, a very big winner of out of contact. This this correct answer now make puts me at six and a half points. Yep. Which is a half a point more than half, which means a win. Yeah. My next official correct answer or swaying of you, which I feel like now you're not going to allow me to sway you. Oh, no, we we get harsher in this second. Yeah, I'm going to have to get them right in order. All right. All right. You know what? You know what? Let's make it a bit challenging. Lifeline gone. No, no lifeline. You either get it right or you get it wrong. All right. But you know what? Round two. I'm okay with that. All you need. All you need is one right. And you want is one right answer. Yeah. I'm here for this. I'm ready for this. All right. Let's go. I'm, I'm taking it right now. I'm calling my shot. I'm Babe Ruth in it. I'm, I'm pointing at the the stands to oh, the little you, boy you with think cancer. This is the one. This is the one. I'm pointing at the stands to the little boy with cancer. I'm about to hit a home run. All right, ready? Yep. Is your booty hoe gaping in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let me repeat that because I laughed. Good. Is your booty hoe gaping in the kitchen? Okay. I'm again. We're, we're working with inflection. Your inflection, disgusted, confused. Yeah. Right? So this is either someone you care about uh-huh. with a gaping booty hole, or this is someone whose booty hole you don't want to see gaping. Okay. All right? The whole thing is, like, it's it's confusing that it's in the kitchen. <laughs> Naturally. I mean, wh- where else be. would it be? <laughs> <laughs> where else would you gape a booty hole? It's confusing to you that it's gaping in the kitchen, but you're generally confused and disgusted at the fact that a booty hole is gaping. Okay. I'm going to go with... None of the things you would say. These are, you're out of... So you're saying this to a person. So your booty hole is not the one that's gaping. Unless you're looking at you had, you had a very vivid image there. No. Yeah, I, I had to think for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this someone? Is it? No. I'm like, when no, the mics are off, I'd like to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> it's a gaping rabbit hole. Um, you, 
you're in you're in college. Okay. And you're in your like the apartment you had you shared with your roommates when you were in college. Uh huh. And you walk in on one of your roommates, and he's he he had just woken up from a long night. It was like you guys went out drinking the night before. Uh huh. And he just kind of strolled into the kitchen naked because he's just like he's dehydrated. He needs his water, and he leaned over into the fridge to grab the bottle of water as you walked in viewing his gaping booty hole. Now, funny story. Funny story. I think that happened in real life. Funny story. When I was in college in that apartment with my roommates, Mm -hmm. I had a friend who I lived with on campus a few years prior and he came up to spend the weekend and, uh, one of the nights, like one of my roommates was calling me because the dude was like trying to go into his room because the dude was sleeping in the living room. And when I come out my room, I see the kid sleeping butt naked on the kitchen floor. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck is What's happening? his booty hole gaping? He was faced the other way around. So it wasn't very pleasant for me. <laughs> You'd, would you? Okay. But you, are you rather like are you would you rather see butthole or would you rather see dick? I think I think I'd go with butthole. Yeah, I'd rather see butthole too. Like, I don't want to like know what my friend's dicks look like, mostly because I don't want to feel worse than I already do about my penis. Oh, it made me feel good. I was like, all right. <laughs> Wait, is that is that the level of competition I have in this college? I'm good. Yeah, I'm gonna stay. I'm okay. See, now that story makes me feel like it's not the answer. Okay. Bold choice here. Change your strategy. Because either, either you told me that story as a, hey, it's funny you say that because this is a thing that happened, but it's not my answer. Or you're telling me that story to reinforce that that's what made you think of this Ooh, phraseology. Step into you know I mean? my mind, Thomas. <laughs> it's like Chris Angel. Mind freak. Are you ready? <laughs> okay, I think... I think you told the story because it's not the answer. Okay. I think just me saying that triggered that story, and it the story wasn't something you were prepared to tell me. So I'm going to go with... Hmm. I, I feel like we need a timer at a certain point. <laughs> It's like this can just go on and on for another 45 Okay, I'm going to go with you walk into the kitchen um, and your brother is um, putting a small plastic bottle inside of himself. Uh, My answer was another conversation I had with my grandmother. I was, see, I was going to go grandmother. It was in the back of my head being like, oh, you walk into the kitchen and your grandmother's asshole is gay. Because again, because some of them require the detail. Yeah. And some of them are just something I said to a dude or something I said to someone versus just like, here's the scenario. So I was going to be like, okay, like he, knowing him, it's probably another grandmother. That, I was surprised that. you didn't get that one. That, I thought yeah, that was the- an easy one. In the back of my brain, I was like, it's probably another grandmother callback, but also Jonathan would want me to think that. I mean, it, I'll be honest with you. That was the easiest one out of these, these five. <laughs> All right. We're just going to push on. Number seven. All right. Okay. 
Remember that scene in Titanic where Leo sacrifices himself so Kate can remain floating on the door? Well, I wish you would drown like Leo did. Text you sent to your ex-girlfriend. Final answer? Final answer. Something I'd say to my barber if he were cutting someone else's hair during my appointment. <laughs> Jesus. That's, I think that's overkill. I'm going to be honest with you. Listen, man, when it's, when, when it's my time, <laughs> you better kick him Listen, out. Listen, sometimes haircuts run over. Bro, one time I walked into the barbershop. Remember that uh, barbershop we used to go to on Queen? Yeah. I walked in there, and you know the dude that used to always cut my hair? Uh, I, I always set appointments with him, and one time I walk in for the appointment, and I I kid you not, he was halfway into cutting someone's hair. He looked at the door and saw me come in and sent the dude to another barber. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was like, should I should I just like let him rock out? And I was like, I mean, technically I had an appointment. He's still getting his hair cut. Like. I, see, I didn't set appointments there. Yeah. I never did. And I was 100% because I think my haircut was just easy. Because my haircut was always the same. It's I would like just trim down the sides, or like when I had long hair, it was a tape up and a shave. Yeah, they just had to line up my beard and shave the sides of my head down. And I think I would walk in because it used to be the guy named Carlos who was like one of the head barbers, like one of the first three chairs. Yeah, he used to cut my hair because he cut my brother's hair. My brother introduced us, and over time, it became the guy at the last chair who became one of the bigger barbers, and like his chair would move up. Mm-hmm. But every time they became slightly like more like the more popular barber, I would walk in and be like, yeah, you got a spot. And he would just be like, uh, nah, like I got like I got this guy, another guy. I'm like, nah, I'll come back. He's like, nah, it's good. And he would point at the new guy. Yeah. That, you never and want send that. me and send me to the new guy because like that new guy needs clients yeah. because he's the new guy. So he needs to get paid because he's you know renting out a chair. And I didn't care because my haircut was easy, but I was just like. You know, I just feel like, you know, I, I don't understand what anyone's saying in here. It was a Dominican barbershop. I didn't understand what the fuck anyone was saying in there. And for all I know, they were just like, yo, take the fucking annoying fat white boy and just fix his ugly, stupid fucking... They were conspiring fucking against you? Yeah. They were just like, uh, they're like, eventually one of them is going to give him a bad haircut and he's never going to fucking come Bruh. back. And he can keep... Bro, haircuts are expensive. Like, I don't go to the barber anymore. But, like, when I moved out here, because out there, like, it was like 15 bucks with the tip. Mm-hmm. Out here, when I got my hair cut for the first time in this neighborhood, when I moved here, it was twenty dollars. That's the that's the suburb life for you. Like yeah, before before tip, and I'm just like yeah, just like I used to just get the sides of my hair cut. I used to keep the top long because it was thin, so I would just yeah, and just, you know tr- you know shave it on the sides, you know fade it out, and then just like shape up my beard. And he would count just the shaping of my beard. He wouldn't use a straight razor. He would only use an electric razor to shape it. Uh-huh. And he would count that as a fucking shave and charge me six dollars more. Jesus. And I'm just like, I still gotta go home and get the close shave, dog, so I can be smooth. <laughs> that barber loved me so much. He used to order like breakfast and like just like cut me a plate right there as I'm getting <laughs> was, a haircut. He was just like, "You one of us? That's why." <laughs> yeah, I got you. Gotta stick together. <laughs> All right, you ready for number eight? Yes. <clears throat> They didn't nickname it Meals on Wheels for nothing. <laughs> I, I think I got this one. Oh, all right, let's do it. And, and if I'm wrong, okay. if I had my lifeline, you would change it. Okay. The thing you say to an old lady 
after you go down on her. Ooh. Because she doesn't she's older, she's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And it's so good when you leave, you're like, yo, they I don't they don't call it meals on wheels for nothing. <laughs> that that's that's something I would say. This is what I'm saying. But unfortunately, God damn no it. lifeline. Oh. And the correct answer was conversation I had about my asshole on the bang bus. <laughs> See, again, that me <laughs> You're, you're the, overthinking it. The immediate thing that came into my head, because it's it's hard because you're saying it. Yeah. So the immediate thing that came into my head was someone's eating your ass. But then I'm just like, they would say your meals on wheels. You wouldn't say your meals on wheels if someone ate your ass. God damn it. You're you're overthinking it. I think I think you're underthinking them when you're writing them. It could be true. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm overthinking it. I think you're I, not thinking it's a little bit of both. <laughs> All right. Here we are. I think this one you'll be able to get. All right. But this one is very specific, so maybe not. <laughs> but no, specific good because that means my my additional details might well, be worth it. I mean it. like the answer is specific. Okay. There's corn in there. Get it out your mouth. <laughs> the easy answer. So like <laughs> me yelling at someone who's eating my shit out of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there, right? We've, folks? All, we've, we've all been around someone who crawls into your bathroom. Sometimes I just get a TGIF and take a shit and I come out washing my hands. I see a dude sneak in there. On all fours, he just shuffles across the floor. You had some corn, didn't you? Nom, 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 nom. He's just knocking on the door. He's like, are you done? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah. He's like, do me a favor. Don't flush. (laughs) All right. Say it again for me. Deliver it again for me. I got to get into the. I got to close my eyes. There's corn in there. Get it out of your mouth. This is the most focused I've seen you in weeks. <laughs> Play to win, dog. Big, All right. big money. You yelling, okay, at a dog who's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with got their head in the toilet. Final answer. Final answer. Me to the stranger who broke into my house and began sucking my toes despite being allergic to corn. <laughs> See, I didn't, I should have, I I was thinking about asking for the definition of corn. Yeah. But I was just like, nah, corn's food. Like, what else is it going to be? Like, it didn't, like, I knew there was another definition, but I couldn't think of what the other definition was. So I was like, he, maze, he's talking about, you know, he's talking about the, the food of the gods. How many homeless people come into your house and suck on your toes? Uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Two or three a week. Alan comes every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Alan's a great guy, though. Talk to his grandkids. He's doing well these days. He got himself a nice job. He's working at the McDonald's on 125th. <laughs> <laughs> loving He's it. loving it. All right. Final one. Oh, God. I got I got to get this. I got to get this. How many of those guys do you think I can take before I go numb? Someone suggesting thing you say to someone who suggests you go to five guys. Ooh. 
No. God damn it! Me as I shove garden gnomes into my butt. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't think you would go numb. I think you would tear yourself in half. Also, how one? The answer to that question is one. You don't get you don't get more than one garden gnome into your rectum. That's what you think. Before you are no longer capable of putting things in or out of your rectum. You don't know how big it is, dog. I, standard size garden gnome is the I'm size of a toddler. My butthole. Oh. <laughs> the whole Orlando the magic's in there last week. <laughs> It'd be gaping in the kitchen sometimes, dog. Like grandmother, like grandson. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> I gotta get that image out of my head, but I'm good. I'm alright. I'm gonna shake that loose. I'm gonna get nice and drunk. Shall we move this. on to cue cards? Uh, he, sure. Right, so I don't. I asked Thomas to come up with a topic for cue cards this week, and he yes. said children books. Yes. Which I, I think that's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm going to have you make come up with a topic, and I'll come up okay. with cue cards. Okay. All right. I'm here for that. Hit me with a number. Number five. The very hungry caterpillar was almost called a week with Willy worm, but after a typo, publishers read it as a week with Willy's worm, causing the change. <laughs> I, in my brain, though, I feel like that's a thing that could have happened. <laughs> like, it's like the 1960s, okay. oh, 1970s. Oh, when did The Very Hungry Caterpillar get published? I don't know. But, like, originally it was called A Week with Willy Worm. The rest really? Of the joke. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Eric Carlisle, the classic. We've done We've done The Very Hungry Caterpillar on sure uh, Bedtime Stories. <laughs> on Bedtime Stories. On uh, Patreon, when we start the Patreon page up. So we've done the Very Hungry Caterpillar. I want to... It's not giving me the wiki. The wiki. I want the wiki. Uh, Very Hungry Caterpillar Wikipedia. I want to know when it was published. 1969. So... Nice. A, yeah. (laughs) Two, I definitely feel like it could have been a thing where like someone was just like, that's a week with Willie's Worm? It sounds like he's talking about... It sounds like it's a children's book about a child playing with a guy's dick. <laughs> Who wrote that? And the guy, R. Kelly? The, the guy's just like, bro, I was on acid the whole time I was writing this. It's about, I was high as fuck. I was, I am the very hungry caterpillar. Honestly, if I, I was a, if I was a publisher and I saw a title like that, I'm calling the feds immediately. <laughs> immediately. You read the book and you're just like, is this entire thing just symbolism for his penis Just running through straight, children straight death sentence <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't even get a moment you're a menace <laughs> the very hungry caterpillar has sold 50 million copies that's insane it is described as being walk. sold it is <laughs> it's described as being sold the equivalent of a copy per minute Jesus. Since it's since it's publication. This is what we need so, to do, bro. Get in on five, those children's well, books. Is that math right? 525,600 minutes is a year. So 30... It's been 50 years. So, yeah. That's, that, bro, that's more. That's like two copies a minute. Well, we, gotta, we gotta write a kid's book. I, we're gonna... It's gonna be called The Weekend with Uncle Willie's Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you write a book and I'll write a book separately. (laughs) 
Mine's going to be called The Weekend with Uncle Willie's Willie. It's actually an autobiography <laughs> based on <laughs> my summer I spent <laughs> with my dad's brother, William. Jesus Christ. <laughs> call, call another number. Number three. James and a Giant Peach was placed on the banned books list after depicting unrealistic body standards for women. <laughs> That one's a thing. That one's a thing. It took me a minute. I was waiting for the next line. That one's a that one's a little bit of thing. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm just like thinking of the characters as you're talking. And I'm just like, there's the pause, and I'm just like, what's the next thing he's gonna say? Like what character is he gonna mention? And again, I had that Sherlock Holmesian moment. Where everything just slowed down in my head for a moment. And I'm just like, oh, Peach's vagina. Why do you think men? Okay. Men are obsessed with big things, right? Yeah. We as men, we're obsessed with big boobs, big ass. And yet we have little dicks. <laughs> yeah. We can't fit it anywhere. But like, why? why do you think? Where do you think the concept of like tight vagina came from? Because if if the if the idea sexually for men mm-hmm. is bigger is better, why is there not that one guy out there who likes? I love a big vagina. I think it was some dude who did anal and was like, "Yo, this tight thing felt great. Imagine if the other thing felt like this." Okay, but here's my thing: when it comes to anal, uh-huh. there is a vagina right there. <laughs> I agree. On this, like it's agree. right there, and it naturally secretes the things necessary. Yeah. For me to put my peen in it. And also, when I finish in there, it basically stays in there for the most part. It's like it, out. It, it, Yeah, it's doing its job. When it goes up the other way, all I can think of then is someone pooping out my semen. She's <laughs> shitting on your kids, man. Literally shitting on my children. Like, I used to have, like, like, I had an ex who would get so indignant with the quantity in which I would conclude. Yeah. Because it wouldn't stay inside of her. <laughs> like, she was on birth control. So, like, we would just, like, raw dog it. And, like, you know, the birth control is supposed to destroy my children as God intended. Yeah. And she, we, we would finish up. She would get dressed. And we'd start talking. And then she would pause and look at me. And give me just a stern look. Like, I just, like, slapped her mom. And then she would grab tissues out of her tissue box and just down her pants, wipe into the garbage. Jesus. And and she was just like, she did that for about a half an hour off and on. Got her walking around the house like a leaking pipe. <laughs> My pipe leaked and I busted through the wall. What do you want from me? <laughs> no, number one. A bunch of Dr. Seuss books have been taken off the printing press because of his racism. Books such as Green Eggs and Clan, and to think that I saw a black guy <laughs> on Mulberry Street and Mr. Brown can get killed by the cops, can you? Will no longer be available for purchase. Okay. <laughs> First of all, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Green Eggs and Clan. Second of all, listen. It's. Uh, I talked about this on, on TikTok this week. Yeah. Over the cancel, the quote, I'm going to air quote, cancellation. Of Pepe Le Pew. I don't even know who that is. Pepe Le Pew is the skunk from the Looney Tunes cartoons. Okay. 
it was announced from what I understand that he will not be appearing in Space Jam, the the reboot with LeBron. Okay. And people became up in arms. They're like, oh my God, they're canceling Pepe Le Pew. God, why do they just do this dumb shit? Blah, 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 blah. Hear me out. First of all, why I don't care. <laughs> I don't care whether or not, like, first of all, no one anywhere is a Pepe Le Pew fan. Yeah. I see like, he's more, not like, I see more people raging at like them desexualizing Lola Bunny. <laughs> yes. Like no one is sitting at home with a wall full of Pepe Le Pew figurines. That one no guy one's... in his basement right now is pissed at you. <laughs> He's got all those figurines. Posters. He's got all all the original animation cells from 1975. He's got a costume and everything. The thing about it, and here's here's my stance on all of this cancel culture shit. Why do you give a fuck? Why does anyone give a fuck if? And this is the thing too. It's a lot of misinformation, right? So the thing last week was they're canceling. They're taking the Mr. out of Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. What? Men and women exist. Why are they? No, 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 sweetie, honey, baby. No. First of all, here's your bottle. Calm down. Second of all, they're not taking the Mr. out of Mr. Potato Head. The brand is changing their name to Potato Head. Yeah. Because Potato Head is the last name of the family. And they produce more than the Mr. Potato Head doll. So they're just like, no, we produce all the characters. And to say that it's Mr. Potato Head demeans the fact that we have a female character, demeans the fact that we have a baby character who has no gender that's been revealed. Second of all, they're fucking animated potatoes. These are the the not all men crowd right there. Yes. Not only are they animated potatoes, they're literally designed so you can take the potato and make it anything you want it to be. Like, first of all, there's no dick on Mr. Potato Head. There's no vagina on Mr. Potato Head. So for the crowd that is out there that's like genitalia dictates what a sex or or a gender is, you have no argument there. You've never seen a potato dick before, dog? (laughs) One time, it was an Irish guy pulled his dick out. That potato pussy be busting. (laughs) It's it's fat. Um, But it's just... uh, what why why do you why does any of why do any of us give a fuck uh i don't i I think it's stupid here it is right i mean besides the fact that you've got like a bunch of flawed characters in that crowd because that crowd largely consists of the as i said before the not all men crowd the hey like thing this is how things were in the 60s and they must remain that way you know yeah like those are people who missed evolution you know there was a next step to evolution it was like women getting rights and like it should have been happened it's happening now and they can't get on board with it and anything that damages their frail insecure male ego causes them to go up in arms but also a lot of it is we're in a fucking pandemic and people like they, they they're spending all their free time reading this shit caring placing false care in it because they got nothing going on in their real lives right now like at the end of the day, pop culture evolves. Yeah. 
Like it literally has to. Like you have to look at it from the perspective of do you know why like blackface was a thing that was viewed as okay for a long time. Yep. And now it's not. Why? Because it's fucking demeaning to a culture. So when they decide that they're not going to perpetuate a character, because everyone's posting these pictures that they find online of Pepe Le Pew and Penelope Pussycat, which is the name of the cat character. The, the character of Pepe Le Pew, he is an anthropomorphic skunk. I know you don't know, so I'm explaining it to you. He is an anthropomorphic skunk who has a thing for a cat that looks kind of like a skunk. Okay. And she rebukes him because he's a skunk that smells like a skunk. And she has no interest in him yeah. romantically. Nice guys always finish last, you know? And he pursues her. <laughs> he pursues her against her will. He attempts to kiss her and to touch her against her will. Oh, jeez. And in multiple, in multiple animations, goes on the record as to say her rejections are just her way of flirting with him. He finds he's a narcissist. He believes that Penelope is lucky yeah. to be the object of his affection. Sounds like Piers Morgan and Meghan Markle right there. <laughs> like, it's it's one of those things where, like, the character, yes, is inherently flawed. Yeah. Because this was this is a character from an era of, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Right? The, the era of you ask a girl on a date, she says no, she's playing hard to get. Whereas now we live in the era where if you're in a workplace and you ask a girl out on a date and she says no and you ask her a second time, you're fuck you're fucking fired because you're harassing them. Yep. You asked a question, they gave you an answer. That is the conclusion of the endeavor. It's not hound them until they give in to you so you stop bothering them. And to sit there, and it's one of those things where like people are just like, Well, they're they're just they they should be worrying about more important things. And I sit here and I look at them and I say, so should you. Yeah. You're you're as dumb as they are for canceling it. You're dumb for worrying about them canceling it. And then I'm dumb for being angry at you for being angry at them canceling. And it. I'm dumb for listening to you talk about yes! how it is a fucking, it is a vicious cycle of fucking stupidity. We're all just idiots here. Where they're just like, "Well, we stop canceling characters and worry about the important things." But here's the thing. You there is nothing you can do right now to lump sum change the minds of millions of people okay there is nothing that the government or a governing body can do tomorrow that will suddenly make racists less racist that will suddenly make sexists less sexist that will make misogynists less misogynists that will make rapists less rapists and abusers less abusers the reason a lot of people are the way they are is because we are a product of our environments, mm -hmm. right? I do think that there is an inherent nature to people. People who are raised by racists are more inclined to be fucking racist yeah, because they are raised to believe that this is the way of life. People are raised who are raised by men who instill in their sons that women need to be a certain way to meet a standard of being a lady are going to be misogynist pieces of shit. Like the writer of James and the Giant Peach? 
Yes. <laughs> like it it's it is the way that operates. What we can do, what can be done are these small changes. Not to mention, the government didn't cancel Dr. Seuss. The Seuss estate said these six books, first of all, six of 40 some odd books. Yeah. These six books represent racist caricatures. These books represent ideals of a past that were okay at the time, but by the standards of the world we currently live in, and by the standards of how we have evolved as a people, are no longer okay. So we don't want young children reading this so they grow to think this is an okay thing. That is how you fix this. You cannot fix it for the generation we are currently in. It's an unfortunate it's a reality that is unfortunate, but it's a reality nonetheless. You are never going to change the minds of people who have these things en masse. You can change the minds of individuals. Individuals can see things are wrong and learn and grow and be better, but you are never going to change the mind of the masses. So what you do is you change the way things operate. You change the things they are exposed to. Yeah. That so sense. that over time, these things can course correct. Yep. The expression is Rome wasn't built in a day. And, it, and that's the unfortunate thing is, yeah, it took us how many decades? I mean, they didn't have me there. If I was there, <laughs> we would have knocked that shit out by five. <laughs> we would have been having pizza and gone bowling by like seven. <laughs> I would have hooked up with Dave's mom at like 930-ish. <laughs> that's fine. Fuck Dave. Dave's a piece of shit. Dave's the lazy worker at the Rome site. <laughs> that guy, he just, he swings a hammer, pretends he's hammering in a nail. He never is. He's just working on the same nail for like three hours. Bill Rome in a day is more like a half day if I'm there. <laughs> Once I break but, out that tool belt, man, shit get done. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just dumb. Like it just, if it, it doesn't affect your life. Yeah. This does not change your life. The, it doesn't make your life worse. All it can do is it's, I had a conversation with my friend this week. I think we talked about it last week, maybe. So I might have had a conversation last week where my buddy said, I think me, you texted about it where he's just like, yeah, I don't wear a mask outside. Like if I go into a business, I wear a mask, but I won't wear a mask in the street. And I said, why? Well, you know, I'm not like breathing down anyone's neck in the street. So it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, that's not how it works. Like if you walk past someone, who coughs and you take a deep breath and you happen to inhale, inhale something, it's a problem or that you happen to sneeze and you know, they're within fucking eight inches of you because they're walking past you on a New York city street. That's a problem. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, but you know, like, I don't think it really makes a difference. And I'm just like, but it doesn't harm you to do it. It literally does nothing negative to you to wear the mask in the street. All it does is potentially make it better. So there's no negative to it, only a potential positive. And you just don't want to do it because you don't want to do it. But and if that's the case, that's fine. But say that. Yeah. It's, These people are up good. It's, it's uh, people who unnecessarily feel like they need to rebel against authority. Yeah. Like this is an instance of people being like, well, I don't like that they're doing it. So I'm going to complain about it. Yep. And... Again, for a group of people who say, well, what are you doing to fix the 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 the, the things that are a real problem? What are you doing? Yeah. Like the people who are just like, what are you doing to fix the problems in America are the people who are waving Blue Lives Matter flags. The irony to me 
will never be gone of the fact that like the same people who when we went through these uh these violent strings of like black people being innocently murdered by the cops were like well if they just listened they could have avoided this and now here your government is telling you something and you choose to ignore it yep just just listen to the authority right just what's the word what's the um what's the word bird is the word (laughs) just comply yeah if you just comply there won't be a problem right like it's 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 ridiculous it's it's people who and 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 the age of the internet makes it so much worse oh because it makes it so easy for one guy or one girl or or one whatever in between in their basement one day to say, you know, it'd be a funny conspiracy theory to put out there. Mm-hmm. And they tweet out that they heard this thing somewhere and then it goes viral. And then it goes from being something someone heard to a statement of fact. Yep. Like we live in a world where there are people around the globe who believe the Holocaust didn't happen. And that 9-11 was an inside job. Yeah. That's... There, there, there are, there are, there are government, there are representatives in the government who believe that things like the Sandy Hook shooting were staged. Yeah, bro, isn't that insane? Yeah. And they hired crisis actors. Insane to me. Elected officials, yeah. uh, fucking people in, that were giving platforms to on the media, all like yep. denouncing like Sandy Hook. That is the stupidest thing to me. But bearing in mind, too, like I watched, um, have you seen Black Klansman? No. Fantastic. I watched it a few weeks ago. Fucking fantastic from beginning to end. And after I watched it, I did what Thomas does. And I looked up like the true story. I looked up the, you know, the background facts to it. I'm actually going to order the book because I want to read the actual account of what happened versus the, you know, the movie version. Cause the movie version is a little different. Yeah. But part of the movie, which is true was as they were getting information from the clan was some of the names that they were pulling during their investigation caught the attention of the FBI. And the reason they caught the attention of the FBI is because they were members of like NASA and members of government bodies, members of the CIA who were members of the KKK. Jesus. People who were elected officials, people who were high ranking executives in the military were members of the Klan. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where like, you you just don't know and it's that's a terrifying thing. I mean, like, but it's also people like the these uh these positions aren't giving their like their due diligence of research. They're not fucking looking into the people they hire. We had a we had a president who went on television and said that people from Mexico are rapists and murderers. Yep. He went on television and straight up said I could walk out into the middle of Times Square and shoot somebody and they would still elect me. Also grab her right by the pussy. And yes, grab her by the pussy. And he was elected president. Yep. Because people see that as like, oh man, he's not afraid to speak his mind. He's saying terrible shit. <laughs> yep. Like it's one thing to not be afraid to to speak your mind and to just like be as real as possible and to like not be the politician's politician. Yeah. It's another thing to straight up just be like, 
I'm a shitty racist. And I should lead the country. And then when he loses, be like, wasn't it supposed to be like last week? Like, isn't that what QAnon said? Like last week, Trump was going to take power back. Like March 4th or some shit like that. They were like, Trump's coming. He's, he's going to be president again. Ooh, it's going to happen. And it didn't. I'm not convinced that in 2024, <laughs> if he runs again, that he could win. I'm not convinced. I think, I, I think if he runs again, he'll get a fuck ton of votes again. He will. I'm not convinced I, that I, he'll win. But I, but I think, here's, here's what did him in at the end of the day. The new voters did him in. Yep. It was because there's a reason why this election was record breaking. And it was not, it was because one, like over time, Trump supporters and Republicans are going to vote Republican. Like, and that's the thing where with, with a divided, with, with a, with a bipartisan, not I mean, bi- we a nonpartisan. We, we can't necessarily say that because. There was a big Republican for Biden movement. Yes, but most, I'm going to say most Republicans are going to vote party line. Yeah. Because their logic is, yes, he's shit, but also he represents ideals that I back and Biden does not, or the Democratic nominee won't. And so a lot of Republicans are going to vote Republican organically. And then you have the new wave of Republicans who are, again, the same thing, the young kids, but also now the people who aren't afraid to openly support them. Mm -hmm. Because in 2016, a lot of people were just like, I don't want to hear the nonsense, so I'm just going to quietly vote for him. Or I'm just not, I'm going to abstain because I don't want to hear it from my family or I don't want to hear it from the people or from social media. But then when it became a thing where people were feeling ballsy to talk about it, yeah. They went out and voted for him. So that's why he got more votes than he did the year, the, the previous election. But you have what is a highly liberal left youth. Yep. Who were fucking 14 during the, the, the Trump election, the first Trump election, and are now 18 or were 15, 16, 17 during that first election and are now anywhere from 18 to 23. And you you got another storm of fucking younger kids coming in, and most of the younger generation doesn't like Trump. Yep, my my mentality behind the whole thing is I'm not gonna like I don't agree with the severe left, right? I don't agree with like the oversaturation of, for lack of a better term, I'm gonna say this, but I'm not saying it because I'm not gonna say it in the way it means it um, in Trump culture. But the overly snowflake, overly sensitive, overly left, like side of things. Because I do, there are some things where I'm just like, yeah, like cancel culture. Like I don't give, like I just don't give a fuck enough. Yeah. About the things that they, the, the small things they give a fuck about. But the to me, it doesn't matter because I'm getting to an age group where. It, it, the country's not mine anymore. You know what I mean? Like I'm not the youth anymore. Yeah. I'm entering into my thirties, which means like this, the, what the country is going to be for the future is now inconsequential for me because I will be dead sooner rather than later. Okay. And not because I'm going to fucking kill myself, but like the, the, the youth, <laughs> Oh, <drat>. the, <laughs> the youth now, like the, the kids in their teens now, are the ones who are going to shape the country for what they want it to be when they are adults. Right. 
I'm already an adult. By the time they're adults, I'll be in my late 40s. And I'm content with living in just in my existence as it is. Like, whoever's president, it doesn't directly affect me. And yes, that is white privilege, 110%. Yep. Because, it, like, whoever is president, whoever is an elected official, A, it does not affect me in any way, shape, or form sociologically. But also, fiscally, it will never affect me. Financially, it will never affect me. Because it, it's with the exception of fucking, like, COVID relief bills. But, like, tax cuts for the rich, not going to fucking affect me. Because you know what? I'm not fucking rich. So my taxes don't change. My taxes stay the same fucking way they are. Okay, whatever. Like, yeah, it's fucking stupid and shitty and we should tax the rich, but also it, it's not going to happen. Okay, it's not going to happen. I move on with my fucking day. Again, my indifference often saves me, but I also know that my indifference is indicative of a privilege that not a lot of people have. Yeah. Um. So, but again, I'm just, I don't, as long as everyone just leaves everyone fucking alone, I don't care. It's never going to happen. Social it's media not. has literally, you, you eliminate social media and the world would be so much happier. Which is never going to happen. Social media is only going to get worse. Yep. Like, it's going with the advent of streaming media because it is the logic of information, lightning speed at the palm of your hand. Yep. And with everything moving to the internet now, whether it's television, movies, like so much post-COVID, so much of the country is going to change. Even like also one of the bigger things about it too is like there's no one to fact check you really. Like if you run along with a theory on Twitter, yeah, you're going to get people who tell you you're wrong, but you're also going to get people who tell you right. And it's like mm -hmm. there, there's no unison. So like everyone is just running with their own fucking narrative. And the problem is you have those people where validation equates to people equates that they are correct. Yeah. So if you say a thing and someone's like, ah, oh, that sounds like it makes sense, mm -hmm. you're going to keep saying shit because that serotonin is going to hit your brain and you're going to want more people telling you you're right. All right. Tell me I'm right on the next thing I say. Good. Thomas, I feel like if my dick was as big as an elephant trunk, I could play Celine Dion in her biopic. I have a problem with the way you say that word. What? Elephant Biopic. Biopic. Oh. Biopic? Uh, yes. It's not how you say it. I'm Joe Budden does Joe Budden does that. I am Joe Budden. Are you? No 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 new Joe <laughs> Budden. I have a really I got into an argument about it because I I have a really weird thing with words. And the thing for me, and I think you can appreciate this as a person with an English degree, is words for me, the beauty of words and numbers, numbers are the same way for me is they are finite right yeah they are they are by def by definition definitive right yes the language is completely wait 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 if you were gonna tell me that you're arguing with people about their grammar or the way they say things i'm gonna call you a hypocrite why because why do you care the same reason like what no you're right no I, you're a hundred percent right i acknowledge that i'm just as stupid as they are I acknowledged it 20 minutes ago where I said, I'm dumb for being angry that you're yeah. angry that it's dumb. I know I'm just I, I, I Listen, my when I was growing up, my dad was like that. He was very stern. You said something wrong. He would correct you. And not only would he correct you, he made sure you understood why you were wrong. Mm -hmm. 
And like, I got my English degree and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I don't give a shit. If people want to say things wrong, let them say it wrong. It's not my, my, my brain become shaken. And I get, cause again, I get confused about it where I'm just like, but if you know, why willingly say it wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like, if, if you just don't know, like, I'm not going to be a dick about it where you're just like, if you like, don't know the differences between your, your, or there, there, and there, like, I'm not gonna be like, Oh, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know. I'm just gonna be like, Hey, just so you know, like it's this one. This is why it's this one. And then if you know that and then continue to make the mistake being willfully ignorant, yeah, then I'm going to be like, Oh, you're a fucking idiot. Like what's the, what's, if you know, just do the, do it right. And I know it's frivolous. I, and you, and the thing is, you know me long enough to know, I don't get angry about big things. Yeah. I let things that should enrage me go. I let people walk all over me and I let it go. Two stepping on get, his body. <laughs> I get fucking infuriated at the most simple, innocuous things. Because in my brain, I'm like, it's simple. Why not just do the just do it right? Yeah. And I don't know why I do it. But I just, I don't know. I just think I need an outlet from, I'm Nick from New Girl, bro. I'm telling you, I said that on Twitter this week after re-binging New Girl, which just shows you how my week went. And everyone was just like a hundred percent. Like, yes, that is you. And then like I hit up Narnia and I was just like, yeah, I think I'm Nick from New Girl. And she's just like, yes, 110% that is you. Like the, the, <laughs> the perfect gift that I found was it's Schmidt talking about Nick. And he's just like, Nick is Nick is a flower. He is a fragile, self-hating flower. And I'm like, me? Like, yes, I am a fragile, sensitive flower. A self-hating, fragile, sensitive flower. I'm just, Winston is about to do some puzzling. <laughs> Winnie the Bish. Number two, please. Uh, a group of parents once tried to get Charlotte's Web removed from bookstores because they believed the act of talking animals to be disrespectful to God. As if God wasn't disrespectful by being a deadbeat who got a virgin pregnant and didn't pay child support. <laughs> I mean, facts it was facts. A, it was that moment the Christians were like, and that was the podcast. <laughs> facts facts. But see, is it though? Because, so, technically. Didn't get God, her consent. But God is his own dad. Okay. Because if you go by the basis, I don't know. God, you, you didn't the, go to, God got Virgin Mary pregnant with Jesus. Right. Right, right, but here's the thing. It's a weird it's a weird thing. So, do you did you go to like church and like CCD and stuff like that? I went to like Christian church for like 2 years. Okay. So, you know when we do the sign of the cross, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I did. I never. Okay. All right, so the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, that's that's the Holy Trinity. It's three beings in one. Yeah. Basically, they are all God. Okay. Jesus is God his earthly form. Okay. And then the Holy Spirit is, you know, Jesus a spirit post-death. I think that's so, worse. You get a girl pregnant with yourself. With with yourself, essentially. That's And it was at that point I began questioning religion. Yep. I would too. It was it was at like and I I I get so like again innocuous things. I get mad at my mom because my mom is again, your faith is your faith. Believe what you want to believe. At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. As long as you're not hurting anyone, I don't care. But my mom was raised Protestant. We were raised Catholic. My dad was raised Christian. 
My mother converts to Catholicism late in life. It has become very much like, Jesus is great. And will quote God at me sometimes and be like, you know, God's got my back. He's going to give me my strength that I need to get through this. And I will look at her dead in the face and say, we have, we have her cousin. Um, we Everyone calls her sis, but her name's Dorothy. Everyone calls her sis because her mother has the same name. And for some reason, women don't get the suffix junior. Yeah. Which I never, I don't understand why that happens. No. But she is technically Dorothy Jr., but she, everyone just calls her sis as not to confuse it. She's my mom's cousin. She is her dad's, her dad's sister's daughter. And, but they were raised like sisters. They were always around each other because they grew up in the same area. My cousin's sister is about 12 years older than my mother, but they were raised like sisters. And I look at her dead in the face and I'm just like, God doesn't want your, cousin to be alive like according to the bible you're quoting at me she's going to hell yeah and she's just like well no i'm like no no no. you can't you can't rationally have it both ways i will say you can believe in a higher power and you can believe in a god you cannot quote the bible at me yeah you can't just pick and choose which excerpts to believe in the Bible also tells you the proper way to handle a slave that is uppity. That's a thing in the Bible. Well, then. On, like, how to handle a slave that doesn't respect you, like the Egyptian slaves, the, pardon me, the Hebrew slaves in Egypt. Like, the Bible says that if your, like, wife don't listen, stone her. <laughs> like, you can't, you just can't abide by both things. I respect your belief in higher power, but the book that was written by a bunch of dudes you know, a thousand years ago. First of all, like if you're stoning your wife, make sure it's premium weed, you know? It's the good stuff. Yeah. The Jersey legalized it. Oh. When are we going to Jersey to pick up some weed? Uh, 2029. Also, uh, <laughs> also like the Bible is the biggest intimidation tactic ever, right? Because it's like, hey, like follow this faith. And here's a bunch of examples of people who didn't follow this faith and how they died <laughs> or were murdered. <laughs> so you better do it or you gonna end up like those people do you want to be those people the bible I is like so. the bible like people selling the bible bible is like a if a mob person was selling you an encyclopedia <laughs> that's what comes to my mind now you, you buy this or else <laughs> all right and we we took out the word mafia from the m's we don't exist <laughs> We're not real. Nah, they don't even sell the letter M. <laughs> LN out here, bro. There's only 25 letters in the mafia alphabet. But ain't no snitching out here, dog. <laughs> you know, there was a time where Marvel Comics, because like the like the mafia was like a legitimate concern in the country for a while. Yeah. There was a time where Marvel Comics was so concerned over the mafia that they wouldn't write stories when they would write stories that involved organized crime. They wouldn't call them the mafia. They would call them the Magia M A G G I A. So in the Marvel universe (laughs) in the comics, the mafia didn't exist. Organized crime was the Magia because they didn't want to ruffle the feathers of the mafia and get someone killed. Respect. You know, like I, that's how I feel about like anonymous. Like, I love Anonymous. I think they do the God's work. Yeah. Because don't hack me 
and eliminate me from everything. But if like, you guys are good people. If you were ever writing them in, in some form of media, you call them anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't acknowledge their existence. It's like first rule of fight club. There is no fight club. Uh the number of four. Four? four? Yeah. Four. Last one. All right. In the first draft of Peter Pan, the character of Michael was called Alexander, Tinkerbell was called Tippy Toe, and Captain Hook was called Curve Penis. <laughs> <coughs> I have a problem with the concept of Peter Pan generally because it's a grown man chasing young boys who never want to grow up. I mean, it's no wonder Michael Jackson called his ranch Neverland. <laughs> Neverland Ranch? <laughs> yeah. Like, did you ever think there was what's the, the theory that Peter Pan is um, actually a story of dead children? I'm down for this, bro. Like the the, the brothers Grimm, like they they made some dark shit. The theory of Peter Pan posits that Peter is like basically the Grim Reaper, essentially, or like. Um, the the guy in Greek mythology who like like brings you across the river Styx, yeah, like he is guiding these children to this afterlife of Neverland, where they never have to grow up because they are never going to grow up, Jonathan. They're dead, Harapis. and that <laughs> like he is essentially ferrying them to their afterlife, where they get to be kids for the rest of their life. They get to have adventures. They get to have fun. They get to live in this fantasy world, and like that's the whole thing i like and that a lot more i it 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 is kind of weirdly comforting yeah. isn't it and then you 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 think about you know the 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 captain the pirate near the butt pirate who wants to you know hook some kids you mean curve penis <laughs> as he's known in the streets <laughs> that was a in the streets <laughs> it gets you where you're going if you want to turn a little left <laughs> yo hey yo there comes old captain curve penis we're just gonna swing around the block a few times <laughs> <laughs> we want to make sure we on the right side of it you know what i mean you don't want to be on the wrong side of the curve penis it's just fish hooking your vagina <laughs> <laughs> and that was a podcast what you guys have just heard was a bunch of spoken word on a podcast that's finishing right now. Even though it's ending, we still thank you all for spending some time with this podcast. Goodbye, so long and ciao. That was a podcast, and this is the end theme to the podcast that's currently ending. That was a podcast. That was a podcast. That was a podcast. This is a podcast.